Steven, I was trying to think recently about any type of spooky experiences that I've had in life. Um, Cause I'm like, I don't believe in the supernatural. Like, right. I don't, you know, don't believe in God. I don't believe in ghosts. Don't believe in like demons or anything, but it's like, surely there's something that's happened to me that has like sent chills down my spine. Right. And I was really like thinking about it because I feel like I, I'm mostly like safe and boring. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really come mm-hmm. up for me. But I did recently have a ghost experience that I wanted to relay to you. And it happened about a week ago when we were recording and you and I were talking Mm -hmm. and um, we were supposed to have a guest on, but they straight up ghosted (laughs) us. And uh, and it was like it was it was intimidating because, you know, you and I have like talked about it all month leading up to it. And it just. Like it rarely happens that uh, people just cancel just right then and there, you know. Wow. So listen, that, I was that was very. I was waiting for this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell me uh-huh. how you really feel. Well, you know, look, we we love having you on, Amanda. I just kind of wish the feeling was reciprocated. <laughs> um, I, you know, we try to make time, try to be, uh, try to be accommodating to our guests, but I guess you know. Listen, okay, I want to tell you from my side. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First no, you are under oath. I will remind you, mm-hmm. you are under oath. Where's your Bible? Find your Bible right now. <laughs> you find your Bible. I, My Bible? Your I Bible. I have one at some point. I don't know where it went. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, okay. I'll take the heat because in actuality, I just was like, mm, it's kind of boring. I really <laughs> thought that, not the podcast. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> Although sometimes, yeah. yeah, yeah all, yeah. all the listeners were like, "Yes, yeah, she gets it." Yeah, yeah. Finally, someone to speak for us. Why do we keep listening to this? It's <laughs> a hate so. listen. So I did. Okay, I I didn't actually feel bad that day. I felt bad listening back to the podcast. Uh huh. After we had had like a fun group text about. The- well, so yeah, to to like set uh-huh. the scene a little bit for the the listeners. Uh, the three of us and then our friends Allison and Liz are in a, uh, a group chat, a text uh, chain, and uh, the three of you ladies were really like going in on the uh, mental illness aspect right. of uh, of The Exorcist, and you, it was like a long ass conversation. So it was many like great the points. better, yeah. It was on on the Monday before it's released the next day that episode's release, mm-hmm. and you guys were really like making some. Uh, really good points and very thoughtful. And, uh, and Brent was I, you know, like, was, I'm so glad whoa, 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 that wait. you didn't <laughs> bring any of this to the podcast. So I, uh, I, w- w- I was busy that day at work, and I didn't get to see it until I got home from work. I was like, oh, shit, I need to go through and check this. I was like, oh, these are really, like, really good. And I said as much in the text thread. <laughs> I said, these are really good points. I just want you to know, instead of doing that, we talked about Pazuzu's dick for a long time. <laughs> and then the next day, Amanda, I believe that afternoon, you said, you guys are really talking about his dick. I was like, I tried to tell you. <laughs> if you see a demon with a snake hog, it might be Pazuzu. Okay, so here's, here's from my side. First of all, mm-hmm. Stephen had mentioned it. Sort of in passing, like, hey, wow. we're gonna no Some revisionist history. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. You're like, hey, mm-hmm. we're gonna watch The Exorcist. I think it'd be fun for you to watch it with me. Maybe right. you could come on the podcast. And you just threw it out as an idea. Sure. 
right? I, yeah. And then you told Brent that week, I think, and you were like, she may watch it. Right. Um, And if she does, I, maybe I can get her on the podcast, mm-hmm. was how I read it. Okay. And then we watched the movie, and I was like, what a fucking boring movie. <laughs> Super not into it. <laughs> and then, I loved it. And yeah. then I was like, what the hell am I going to say about this movie? And then starting point, Pazuzu's dick. This right there. <laughs> That's the thing. We give you the topics. Just absolutely. Go yeah. yeah, this is yeah. true. And then, but then we had a very, very social day. It was a lot. It was a lot. And then on, so I was tired. I was hungry. Mm-hmm. And I also was like, what am I going to say? I'm bored. Like, that's not entertaining to anybody to listen to. And so I was just like, oh, I'll sit this one out. I'll do the Halloween one. And then Brent was like, hey, you ghosted us. And Stephen was like, um, way to not go on the podcast. And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't click it. <laughs> and, and then I was like. incident. And then Allison mm-hmm. said in the group text that she was sad that I didn't, or she was looking forward to my thoughts. And I was like, well, spoiler alert, I didn't yeah. do it. And then I was like, I'm just going to send you like my top four thoughts. Like, I thought it was boring. I think it, <laughs> think it needs a tighter edit. It was scarier. The edit as- was pretty tight. Toy. Mm. No, it was but not. They, so it wasn't. They, they, cho- they like make scene cuts upon somebody's. Like mouth closing after speaking the last syllable. Like mm. those, those well, cuts. Well, where were are, those are edits quick. when he was just wandering around Iraq for like fifteen minutes in the beginning, looking for like a a little a little thing? That's the only the little statue was the only thing that connected to the rest of the story. I liked it. I thought it was fun. <laughs> I, you, see, you have a little like uh, rat kid running through a little maze. You know, you gotta follow that kid with the camera, and they mm. did. I just liked all the shots. I thought it was okay, good. Okay, so then I set, I sent my, like, four things in the group text, and I was like, I think I needed a tighter edit. I was bored. As a kid, like, spirituality was at least more of a concept in my mind, so the idea of possibly being possessed was freaky to me, and I don't remember mm-hmm. the fourth point. And then Liz and Allison had such astute responses to that then i was like oh i think these things blah 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 and then blah, you blah. had astute response and then i that. had astute responses back and then i got shit from you guys and then fast forward i listened to the podcast and you guys talked about that guy's dick for like <laughs> 15 minutes and i was like mm-hmm. what would i have added to amanda that here's the thing if you can't see by the fact that due to the lack of you, we talked about his dick for so goddamn long. And had you been here, things might have gone better. Oh, okay. I feel like you would have, you could have brought up the uh, the mental illness stuff or, I don't know, the tighter edit thing. I think that's a valid point. The way you were describing it the other day, I was like, I would like to see this. But uh, I also think it was good that you finally uh, exposed yourself to that fear you had since you were a, a kid mm-hmm. at a sleepover. And you watched it and you were like, well, that's fucking stupid and never want to talk about it again. And yep. now you have three times, so you mm-hmm. can forget about it. This that's is a, true. It's the third time and wish. Look, like I said on the episode, the reason you got over that fear of this movie is because we watched it for this podcast. So mm-hmm. I, I guess you're welcome. So <laughs> Many apologies a... <laughs> to Brent and Steven for ghosting uh-huh. them on the podcast. We're some so exorcists, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. 
Would you have talked to me about mental illness, though? Or would you uh, just no, been like, not. We, okay, we but had, anything. We but anyway, we have this into. thing about the dick. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of dick yeah, talk. Yeah, that's what I'm always, like, trying to cut to, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of cut to, <laughs> how about we get into this? We're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. You want to? Oh, uh, hi, I'm Amanda. <laughs> I just think you're a regular. Oh, usually you don't. I know, but I yeah. said, do you want it? Oh, okay. Anyway, let, yeah. well, let's talk about stuff. Today's episode is chaos, but we are here and it's going to be great. We're going to talk about Halloween's mm-hmm. multiple, uh, the Halloween mm-hmm. sister trilogy, as I like to refer to it, uh, of Halloween, mm-hmm. Halloween 2, and Halloween H2O. And then Brent is also going to discuss, which I will... Hail. Yes. I will put my two cents in, and maybe Amanda will, will. I don't think you remember anything from Halloween Resurrection. Busta Rhymes, Tyra Banks. Oh, no. Right. I cleared that shit out of my brain. We don't watch that afterwards. one in this house, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. Uh, Amanda's and wearing her, Steven, her Halloween uh, shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't see it. It just looks like uh, uh, blackness. Oh, I love yeah, this. Cut up. That's got oh, the pumpkin. The, uh, the little cut by the, uh, the yeah. nose. Yeah. On it says the pumpkin. The way on the bottom. That's how you know it's real. Good shit. Um, Steven, the reason we're talking about this, all of these Halloween movies today, is because as of this episode's release, it is Halloween day. <gasps> Whoa, happy Incredible. Halloween. Incredible. Such synergy. Huh. It's almost as if we planned it. <laughs> yes. And uh, as a matter of fact, Steven, you had texted me earlier, I guess yes. this past week, about watching, I believe, Halloween 78. Right, the original. Are you rewatching it? Yeah. And I thought... Hey, this happens on a school day because little Tommy's mm-hmm. at school, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, Halloween this year's on a school day. I wonder what day it is." Turned out, Halloween 1978 was a Tuesday as well. Oh my god! Did we plan it or what? It's incredible. Like this year, we are talking about the Halloween movies on Halloween Day, right? Hell yeah! When it comes out, and the original movie took place on a Tuesday when we normally release episodes, and then also this October. We had a Friday the 13th in there, so it's just, it's it's incredible. I think it's incredible. this is peak LTAS right here. Destiny. Not like the shit you heard like before, <laughs> right. but like this, right. starting right. now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. It is destiny. I think we, mm-hmm. I feel like we've built this podcast up until this point, and uh, mm-hmm. we knew that releasing on Tuesdays would work out for us at some point, and uh, yeah. man, it really is coming handy today. Absolutely. Yep. Excellent. You Glad to be here. Right. You guys have this? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Brent and I staring yeah. blankly. He's like, I'm going to need you to ad lib a little bit more with me. Amanda's like, so the mental health aspect of Halloween, and you're like, okay, okay. Do you think Michael's <laughs> in there? Or is he just an evil spirit? <laughs> Um, what kind of hogs he packing in the overall? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's probably greasy and stuff, right? Oh, gross. Mm. Is it yep. like. As he gets older. Oh, what? like, look, we, we got to keep it real. Okay. I love Michael Myers, but this fellow's not manscaping. He's not bathing, mm-hmm. you know. Especially be just... further on when he lives in the, like, cave or the. Yeah, right. Know. Like the sewer cave. The sewer cave. Mm-hmm. You don't think he's showering down there? Mm. I think no. there's rats this... living in it or something. In his, like, in butt? It. Oh, <laughs> in the bush. <laughs> yeah. In his bush. Wow. Yeah. Man, yeah. Michael's Rat Bush. Band name? <laughs> <laughs> Called it. Yeah. Master Splinter would be proud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a lovely guy. Oh, <laughs> That's where boy. he grew up because he was trained. Yeah. Man, hmm. what a different legend. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers, the king of swamp ass. 
It was gross. He's like, I'm sorry, I've been living in this for like 20 years. Just waiting. Uh-huh. That's good oh, stuff. Oh, God. There's no air. There's no airflow down in the sewer. It's just like stagnant air. It smells There's like no turds gold bond all the time. for him, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. He's just, yeah, it's just not good. It's not a good look. He's wearing these like thick ass, like, galoshes or whatever these like work boots are yeah. you know steel toe yeah he's 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 got athlete's foot but like over his whole ass body you oh, know man yeah. what about um like what about this conversation is bringing amanda to it because um she was talking about us not talking about dicks and she's she's really been bringing this one along too you guys have really brought mm-hmm. me down <laughs> <laughs> my level of commentary speaking of mental illness yeah. welcome to LTAS. <laughs> um so yeah before we get into the halloween discussion i believe there was a uh, a uh, an event that happened in real life that uh we wanted to address oh yeah a little bit yeah mm-hmm you guys want to yeah i mean at this point it's been a few days for everybody in the world but right now it's just been one day for these on sundays but um yeah it's a sad sad day for amanda Mm -hmm. for all of us uh with the the passing of our our chandler bing Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. mr matthew perry so mr chandler bong oh too soon yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been yeah. accidentally making jokes all day, and Amanda keeps saying too soon. I asked her if she wanted to watch a Halloween episode of Friends last night, minutes after we heard the news. Literally <laughs> minutes after we heard the news, she was like, do you want to watch some Halloween episodes? I thought that was like a big hug. I thought that was comforting. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. no, I'll just cry through it. It's not like he dies in any of them or anything. He, yeah. But he he literally just died. No, but I know, but it's like good to see him do his comedy. Like, I thought it'd be like, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of like if someone dies and I, I want to watch like their movies, you know? Yeah. See, see them again in my in their glory days sort of thing. I needed a mourning period. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen, could you be any more insensitive? <laughs> see, yeah. I think that's great. OK. <laughs> but maybe Amanda does not. Look, I fucking love Matthew Perry uh, as Chandler. I don't really know a lot of his stuff outside of that character. Mm. Uh, I know he had written a, uh, what do you call them things, a book uh, recently. And he kind of like shit on Keanu Reeves. But he was like, he didn't kind of, he didn't really like mean it, mean it. But then like in the softcover edition, they took that passage out. Hmm. And I don't know, like he he went over a (laughs) uh, a hump there, but. He didn't like Keanu Reeves, so fuck him. I mean, like, it's, look. <laughs> he wasn't, fuck, he wasn't, like, mad at Keanu Reeves. He was just no. pulling a popular name of an actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. To explain a scenario where. And he should have used, like, Meryl Streep. He could have used anybody's <laughs> yeah. name. I want to see what the passage is now, not having any context. It's like my own little Mad Libs. My own little Mad Libs. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read his memoir, but I've seen a lot of interviews with him, and it's on mm-hmm. my like to read list. And sure. he, he pretty much said like that, regardless of everything he's done in his life, he was like, "I want my legacy to be the work that I did, like getting clean and then helping mm-hmm. other people." Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he was like, he said, "I'll be remembered for friends." Like that's probably going to be what the first things people say after i die but he was like if people could just talk about the fact that anytime somebody was you know came up to him and said can you help me would you be willing to help me i'm in a really bad place he was like yes i can do that i know how to help Mm -hmm. you in that scenario and he wanted that to be his legacy so much that he would let people 
instead of living in halfway houses, come and live with him. He would, um, he created his own sort of halfway house and he funded things and he, I didn't know all that about him. Yeah. He went to mm-hmm. meetings just to be there for, as support systems for other people. Like he truly seemed like a very kind person that just fought a lot of personal <clears throat> demons and mm-hmm. unfortunately had a lot of health issues, um, as a result of all of his addictions and had, almost died several times previously for health like complications. Mm -hmm. And obviously we don't know the full story of what happened. Um, but the speculation seems that there were no drugs involved, you know, that he just, Mm -hmm. I heard something about cardiac arrest, but it was while he was in his hot tub and he drowned. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, just sort of a tragic ending to somebody who seemed to have, sort of pulled it together and I was hoping would have another really good chapter of his life. And that's not going to be the case. So yeah, definitely weird. Yeah. Thinking back from like, for, like watching friends, you never expected, I, I expected they would do like reunion shows every 10 years until they were like fucking old. Mm-hmm. And now it'll just be weird if they try that. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be one of those yeah. sitcom bullshit things where they're like, Oh yeah. Chandler died like a plane crash or something. They'll have to like explain it away and just wouldn't mm-hmm. let me the same. Like yeah. it feels like, because he's the first of all of them, it's like really the beginning of the ending of an era. Like, um, yeah. But he was like in his earlier mid fifties, right? So yeah, when crazy. you think about that, that's so young, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a random thing that I just learned that I did not mm-hmm. know. Did you know that his stepdad is Keith Morrison from Dateline? Whoa, weird. Oh no, that's his no stepdad. Hmm. It's like one of those weird connections I don't yeah. don't ever know about. It's insane. Crazy. Hmm. Um, I was going to say, too, that uh, we do know him from other roles, though. Like, yeah. um, God, now I can't think Fools of it. Fool's Russian. Fool's Russian with uh, Selma. Mm-hmm. Selma Hayek. He was great in that. They, oh, uh, okay. They get pregnant in Vegas. They, like, have a one-hit stand and get pregnant. Isn't that right? And they, I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time. And yeah. then they, like, decide to get married. So it's like he's, like this it's a white boy from the city actually. and then she's like a, a mexican woman and her whole family is like the clashing of like the cultures and stuff and it's really funny mm-hmm. um it's like the late 90s um he's really good in it and what's the uh, football movie the oh, we never watched those. the nine yards yeah i've seen it once it was good yeah but. um but he's also a guest uh, star in the west wing for a little bit oh, yeah. where he takes a really oh, dramatic yeah. role he plays a lawyer for the white house and he's really fucking good and uh, the first episode he's in, it's like he just like rules the whole episode. They really like give him the whole story, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's he walks into the role like he's been there. And we love that show so much. So um, even outside of Friends, we really liked his his other work as well. So, you know, in uh, back in the early, I think it was like 99, 2000 or whatever. Uh, Marvel Comics was going. I promise this will tie back. Uh, Marvel <laughs> Comics was uh, going through bankruptcy. And so they were, like, trying to relaunch some of their uh, titles uh, d- just to, like, give them new footing or whatever, kind of revamp the characters. Mm-hmm. One of those books was Black Panther, and one of the co-leads of that book outside of T'Challa was this uh, little, like, uh, wormy character. Uh, fuck, I can't think of the, the character's name now. But um, he was—essentially, they wrote him as Matthew Perry hmm. uh, in that comic— and eventually, Martin Goodman would go on to play him in the two uh, Black Panther movies. Mm. I can't think of the, the character's name uh, now, but yeah, that was uh, based on Matthew Perry. So his influence kind of bleeds over into other 
avenues as well. That's so cool. I had no idea. Yeah, it's yeah. like the mm-hmm. it's like Wanted with like Eminem and but they're like, oh, we're gonna go a completely different way when we actually make the movie. It's not gonna look like those yeah. people at all. Like <laughs> yeah. we, they could have had Matthew Perry be that, I suppose, but maybe they yeah. needed a younger man at that point. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely a sad passing. And uh, yeah. this is one of those times as well uh, here on LTAS. We try not to record too far in advance uh, and try to say mm-hmm. stuff that might get wildly out of context later on. But um, hopefully, nothing else has been found out. Um, you know, outside of what we know, kind of yeah. now, just just mm-hmm. in terms of us saying something here that is like wildly different in a few days but uh it just seems like a, a tragic event and uh yeah yeah just sad sad for everybody mm-hmm. um, yeah rest in power king damn straight damn yeah. straight he was a huge influence like 10 years ago you would not be able to find the amount of friends merchandise that's available now mm-hmm. and i think that's primarily because the show got put back on netflix at the time and mm-hmm. new people found it i know people that are in high school now are going through and yeah, binging episodes of Friends. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you guys are you just fucking love the holiday armadillo. Okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. we all do, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It, it really has become like a, a second chapter phenomenon Yeah, in yeah. that case. Yeah, it's interesting so, yeah. about that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on well. to happier things. <laughs> like murder and <laughs> death. Like murder and death. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Uh, now... So we're talking about a lot of movies today. So let's go ahead and just put down a blanket spoiler warning. Oh, I like that. uh, Because we're we're just going to, like, spoil everything. You know, we we don't have to do the individual timestamps for all that shit. Just uh, keep in mind we're going to spoil all of the four Halloween movies we're going to be discussing today. And I've got notes for everything. Uh, I did not rewatch or take notes on the first Halloween movie just because I've seen it uh, so often. But, um, Stephen, I know... You and I did an episode on that and Halloween 2018 several years ago. I think it was in 2018 mm-hmm. when you and I did that episode, but it was just the two of us. Amanda, what do you think of the original Halloween? You know, I'm trying to actually remember the first time I saw it. It was definitely with Steven, but... Ooh, that's mm-hmm. fun. Probably 15 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it the other day, um, and I, I think that I probably still feel or felt this whenever we watched it to me it's like the perfect halloween mood outside of it just being like a good story but i i just love the music i love that most of it takes place at night i love um the opening credits i love that they just did like a simple pumpkin um I think that it holds up really well for being made mm-hmm. in what seventy eight. Yep. Yeah, um, it's just it's a very simple story, and they don't try to op- overcomplicate it, and um, they just lean into sort of the spooky areas that they can make. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think there's ever been a time I've watched it that I'm like, mm, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes I'll come across it on TV, which is weird because before I actually watched it for the podcast, I don't remember ever coming across Halloween. But since we've watched it, now I see it all the time. And like if I come in at a certain point of the movie, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm just watching the rest of this because it's so entertaining. Yeah. I love it so much. Like when we recorded that episode, God, there's so many things I've said on this this podcast over the years that I feel bad about <laughs> not all my views on women, all of that holds up for sure. Uh, no, uh, like 
the the I didn't like Halloween when I first saw it. Right. The Halloween seventy eight. Oh I was really? Like, eh, it's just okay. Yeah, it's it didn't have like much blood and yeah. like gore and everything. I, I didn't get it. But now upon like subsequent rewatches, I'm like, oh okay, I get it. And like every time I rewatch it now, I find find something new to love about mm. it and it's uh it's just so fucking good yeah especially i would say like a lot of the horror movies that we grew up watching there was a lot more like blood and gore in them right like it yeah. escalated it escalated right it's like if you grew up watching scream mm-hmm. there's so much blood and like <laughs> you literally see somebody's like guts fall out within the first 10 minutes of the movie and that doesn't really happen in this movie you mostly mm-hmm. see like the implication of murder and you might see some aftermath some yeah a little aftermath or whatever um it's just it's a lot more like uh inferred yeah even like compared you can compare it to the like 2018 in halloween kills where they like the way they show him kind of playing with the bodies or like still stabbing people after they're like well dead Mm -hmm. like in this in halloween 78 it's like He's posing her friends like in front of the gravestone for his sister and stuff, but you don't see any of that happen. So it's it's a, it's a grisly sight to come upon with Laurie, but at the same time, it's like you don't see him do it. So it, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, what else did he fucking do? Like it just was all gross. And uh, the the newer movies show that the old one didn't. It just infers a lot, and you can kind of make your own nightmares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't like once Michael escapes the like asylum or whatever. The next time we see him, he's just like fully Michael Myers out. Like he's got his coveralls on. He's got his mask. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go find out where he like got all that shit. It's just like, well, here he is. Right. This is what he looks like. This is what he's doing. Yeah, you know? I love that jump where they're just kind of like, we don't have to explain any of that. And the audience is like, no, nah, we're good. Like, you don't have to tell yeah. us. Um, we just accept that he has gotten out. He's he's found a car. He's found clothes. He knows how to drive a car. Like, yeah. Even that, they kind of like, oh, someone must have shown him. It's like, did someone? Why was someone yeah. showing him to drive? That make any sense, <laughs> he but, knows yeah. how to navigate himself back to Haddonfield. Like, we're all just like, no, we don't need you to fill in he's any a, of those blanks. He's got a homing beacon in his yeah. head. He wants to yeah. go home. So mm-hmm. that yeah. did make sense. But he got the shot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like homeward bound. Bill Gates. <laughs> back at it. <laughs> we're all going to turn into Michael Myers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's right, a good sure. look. It looks yeah. pretty rad. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of, he's right behind us in, uh, yes. in our actual life. Uh, when I was recently decorating for Halloween, a man and I, listen, uh, I haven't told her and I don't want to tell anybody how much I spent both at Spirit Halloween and Party City, but uh, we, we've lived in our house for five years, have barely bought a, a damn Halloween thing. We love this holiday, so we went out spending and uh, got mm-hmm. some really cool decorations for, for everything, for the house, for inside, outside, and uh, one of those just happened to be a, a life-size Michael Myers standee cardboard that cardboard. has been in our house and our dog Maggie does not like. <laughs> I've heard her bark more in the last two days. <laughs> I I heard her barking and I was like, what is happening? He was like, she's barking at Michael Myers. And it's the most I've ever heard her bark since we adopted her. Oh, that's she, so funny. He's ground his hand on, he's holding his knife up. And his hand is kind of like curled around, like it looks like you could just grab it like a friend. And I keep going up and I'm like, Maggie, he's my friend. He's my friend. And I'll hold his hand and I'll, I'll cuddle his shoulder and she'll just be like, Dad, get away from him. I'll get him for you. She's like, That's bullshit, Dad. Yeah. 
So, uh, but we, you know, we did our Halloween episode, and people should go definitely listen to that. But um, it was really nice to watch it all together with these. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very curious, Brent, for your experience with these. If you if if you can remind me, I think I told Amanda right that. You had only seen, out of the movies we're watching, you had only seen the original Halloween from 78. Is that correct? Correct. Oh, yeah. That's so exciting. So I love this. I love this whole thing because I also watched Halloween. Like, I watched it really young, like a teenager. Um, I think I liked it from the get-go. But then, like, it took me a few years to really get into and probably even watch it all Halloween 2. And I didn't, like, go on to the rest of the sequels. Halloween H2O came out, though, and that one I really liked when it first came out, and it was like right around Scream and all that stuff. So um, I think that was partly what got that was like one of the first horror movies that got me into horror movies. It was like I liked the original Halloween and H two O, and I'm very curious to see what what that is to you because it's so nostalgic to us. Yeah, Amanda and I have seen that movie hundred times easy uh, over the years. Yeah, I haven't seen Halloween two that much, probably less than five times yeah we were saying that you don't ever ask for it yeah well we watch halloween and we watch h2o and then now the 2018 and halloween kills we watch those more. i enjoy it when we watch it i just like yeah never go to it mm-hmm. it's not a normal so, one but yeah. i like it a lot and i've watched it way more like over the years it's really grown on me so i'm very curious to get your thoughts on those um mm-hmm. did you have any more did, do you want to talk more about the original halloween for a little bit or do you want to move on to the sequel i mean if you guys have other points to make about the og i saw a rumor that um john carpenter needed to write a score really fast and for this movie to get it like released they couldn't find a good person to score it so he there's a rumor he did that score in like three days mm-hmm. which is just like he's just a master and i i'm like i'm almost i'm like yeah i kind of believe it but i kind of believe he made it that powerful well it's actually a pretty simple score when you think about it yeah, but it is just so genius. memorable and well, i heard that he was in a hurry to write it but he was like you know he likes to go at his own pace so he's just writing it in four four time and somebody kicked in the door they're like john we need this faster he's like five four time it is so then <laughs> that's how we wrote it wow that's, that's a little detail be. you don't get everywhere else exactly yeah it's an educational podcast steven oh absolutely that's mm-hmm. what we're here for yeah steven do you know was this her first was this for uh, jamie lee curtis's first role i believe so i'm not positive but it might have been like uh you know sometimes people will have uh tv roles or something you know at that oh, time, especially yeah. at that time but mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i feel like this was like what kind of introduced her so well mm-hmm. like they they say in uh scream whenever he's like she's the original scream queen mm-hmm. whatever she is so good in this role like throughout the whole arc of the storyline whatever mm-hmm. like first trilogy role. you're thinking of or whatever she just to think that that's her first role yeah she'd been on like episodes of like columbo and hardy boys nancy drew mysteries and uh, charlie's angels the same year that halloween came out but nice. yeah this is her first movie role yeah so that's crazy like uh, look, I I love uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I forgot her name briefly, uh, but <laughs> but I love her, and I totally understand <laughs> why she gets the credit as you know the first scream queen. But also, mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out before this by what a, a few years, and uh, right. But can you even say that that lady's name? No, her name? and I won't because I don't. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't look it up. But like there there was like a survivor there, right? So. Mm-hmm. What I it, don't think it's about that it's the first first horror movie of its kind, really, or the first survivor. I think it's just she's the first queen, though. She's like the oh, first one to, like, rise yeah. out of the movie and become, like, a fucking star. Well, because, I mean, her yeah. mom is Tippi Hendren, and she was in The Birds, right? Is that her mom? Uh-huh. I always forget her name. Wait. I thought it was Janet Lee. I'm Janet sorry. Lee. That's what I meant. 
Sorry. Uh-huh. But she was in Psycho. That's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's like 8 o'clock on a Sunday night. Sorry, guys. After uh, yeah. five hours of carving pumpkins with uh, yes. a toddler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And taking care of her like all yeah, weekend essentially she's a, yeah she's, she's she's a handful and we love her to death she's draining but <laughs> <laughs> janet lee and psycho mm-hmm. i right. mean like clearly she's not the first one but she's yeah. like the most memorable of like the 80s sort of horror movies mm-hmm. like friday the 13th nightmare on elm street you know yeah even ripley came after her so it's like you know like she was believe it or not <laughs> no, there was a TV Sometimes show. Sometimes jokes just <laughs> fucking work. You know, man. just happens. Uh, there was a TV show that came on. I th- want to say that it came out before we started the podcast, Stephen. But it was called Scream Queens. It was on Fox, I believe. Yeah, and yeah, I've uh, heard of it. I think Jamie Lee Curtis was in that show. But it's before you know I got into horror and all that stuff, so I mm. didn't quite get the like what it was going for, like what a Scream Queen was or whatever. But uh, it was like horror adjacent. So I wonder if that's any good. Do you ever watch anything like that? Do you guys ever get down on a... Was it like a reality show or was it like a scripted show? No, it was scripted. I can't remember it coming out. It had Emma Roberts and Mm -hmm. Leah Michelle in it and some other people. We never watched it. Hmm. Um, I kind of, yeah, I I don't remember thinking like the previews for it looked like great for me. Like... Mm -hmm made me think of like the scream the series where i was like no fucking way mm-hmm. and um just kind of avoid some of those things mm-hmm. i find like i've even tried um i know you i think you and your wife are fans of american horror story but what i've the episodes i've tried i just can't really get into like the style the vibe of them or something mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of the like the horror tv shows i don't feel like i gravitate towards as much as the movies this is interesting because i just heard that halloween got optioned by miramax for a hmm television series and i know this sounds like a like i'm Yikes. setting something up but this is like a real thing there was a <laughs> i guess some bidding war between like miramax and a24 and blumhouse mm. for the television rights but mm-hmm. i guess yeah miramax got it and uh interesting yeah so i i'm curious as to what that will be like you know something tells me it's not going to be good <laughs> you never know you know it's yeah. just yeah that's wild. interesting, though. Before we move on, I just have, like, a couple of little mm. things to say about the first Halloween. Um, the first one is just when she's in the car with mm-hmm. her friend and her friend, uh, her dad is the cop. Yeah. And they're, like, smoking a joint. Mm-hmm. And they're essentially, like, hotboxing in the car. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, my God, my dad, put it out, or whatever. And then they, like, roll up, and she's like, stop coughing, stop coughing. And I'm like, you don't think that the, like, just plume of, like, smoke <laughs> that's going to come out of the car is going to mm-hmm. give it away? Like, he totally knows, right? Yeah. I feel like they would have, like, made fun of that in, like, a scary movie. Yeah. Sort of situation, you know, mm-hmm. where they, they like drive up and it's like fucking Snoop Dogg's car and it's just like literal clouds of smoke. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the second scary movie where <laughs> Marlon Wayans gets rolled up and smoked as a joint. Like him as a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's we never got into those movies, too. As big of a Scream fans as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I remember like the scary movies came out and I was like, they're almost so over the top that I'm like, you're missing the point. That Scream is already making fun of horror movies. So making fun of Scream does not make any sense. Steven, you're like, too close got it. to the original material. This is I know, something right? that I struggle with as well. You mm-hmm. know, like if I see uh, somebody online or whatever making fun of 
Spider-Man or Ninja Turtles or whatever. I'm just like, you don't have the you credentials to go there. Um, <laughs> right. Maybe you learn a thing or two yeah. and come back with some decent material. You know, you like, just like you just crack your knuckles and yeah. you're like, well, here we go. And then yeah. two hours later, you've written a dissertation. Oh, I thought it was, I was uh, masturbating. But yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Right. We'll go with your thing. Either I mean, way, I'm get not, the demons out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't right. be shocked to hear that you're like masturbating to <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something. It's so. called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is a real porn parody. Go what? watch the trailer. It's wild. That what is great. it called? Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is, this is, is really real. Good. Yeah. Does it do it for you? Uh, no. <laughs> it's like cross, You're like, I cross decline to stuff. answer. Yeah, nah, yeah. can't get it. Oh, not for you? No, hmm, no, not for me. You know. But you do own it on VHS, Laserdisc, and Blu-ray, right? Yeah, there was a sale, Steven. Oh, okay, was, yeah. The box a, set. He's yeah. a true fan. He's a big fan. Yeah, I'm a he, collector. I gotta have it all, you know? It's like Pokemon to me. Is April in the movie? Uh, she's, yeah. She's she's still uh, covered news, you know? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, she's <laughs> actually the one with the 10 inches. <laughs> so you have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She unzips that cat suit. <laughs> She's got a fucking Pazuzu of her own popping out. She's like, Michelangelo, bend over. That's right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he really is a party dude. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to move on to Halloween 2? Yeah. yeah cool. Sounds great. All right. So Halloween 2 from 1981. So just a few years yeah. after the original Halloween. And I thought about rewatching the original Halloween. But look, I, I had a lot of horror movies on my plate this month, right? Right, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I was watching all the stuff for our episode, like, main topics, and then I had, like, a separate trilogy that I was watching on my own, and I was like, I don't know, like, I feel comfortable with knowing what I need to know from the first Halloween, so I just jumped right into Halloween 2, and I'm glad I did, because much like movies, uh, other movies of the 80s, like Rocky and uh, the Friday the 13th Part 2, mm. Uh, this one starts with a, and essentially the last few minutes of the yeah. original movie. It's perfect. And I was like, okay, this leads right into it. So it was cool. Um, yeah, it's my first viewing of this. And Oof. as soon as I got in there, I was like, oh, I'm getting the vibes of the original on this oh, one. Oh, good. Um, so I'll just, my notes, I thought know, I get, yeah. I'll just tell you yeah. up front, I fucking had a blast watching this movie. Oh, see, this is what I thought you would yeah. like. That's awesome. Oh, it, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It had, it just had a, a a feel of the first movie, but it was like we're on this is so fucking stupid. But we're on part two of a movie franchise. Yeah, no shit. So <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's same but different, I guess. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it really works. Uh, the vibe yeah. is really what what sells it to me, and that's what I've think I've grown to love even more over the over time. Yeah. That I realized how well it works as a sequel to me. Like it feels very consistent. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's a different guy, which is what I wanted to briefly mention some of the the changes in the sure. cast and stuff. But I had mentioned uh, way earlier in the month that I thought again this was uh, I, I kind of said like this was written and directed by John Carpenter. It is. Still co-written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, like the first one, but yeah. uh, this is now directed by Rick Rosenthal, and so it's it's a different person. But Rick Rosenthal uh, was part of the original Halloween franchise, um, so he he directed uh, Halloween two and then Halloween Resurrection. Oh. Interesting. I just realized mm-hmm. that. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he took it in a different way. Um, 
he, but he kept the same kind of vibe, which I really love. So I've really grown to like that over time. Uh, I'm reading about him real quick, though. He also is married to Nancy Stevens, the nurse that oh, he wow. met on Halloween, at, at Halloween 2 while filming. Wow. That's cool. They're still married. They got married in 1981. They have three kids. Damn. That's amazing. Nice job, um, man. You get, yeah. to, you get to fill you know those when rock hard tits, just you know? You know? <laughs> oh, my God. That's the nurse. Not that nurse. Oh, um, okay. The nurse Different from the original movie that's in this movie and then back in a H2O oh, at the okay. start, uh, Nancy Stevens. And she's also in 2018. They bring her back for that as well. Mm. So she's a big legacy character for all of these sequels, which I love. Uh, and she comes back in this one in Halloween 2 to talk to Loomis. He, she makes the connection with like the, the secret folder file thing that yeah. had the... Um, yeah. sister-brother connection between mm-hmm. Michael and Lori. But, um, yeah, he's married to her, so they met on the on the set of this one. Um, Can we really cool. uh, remember to just circle back around to the other nurse and her boobs? Oh, I, I one of my notes is just boobs. Yeah. Okay. You, I think we should talk about topics as they come. Okay. Uh-huh. So speaking of that, boobs? Speaking she of coming. the most perfect <laughs> pair of boobs I've ever seen in my entire life. I Are was they- like... I want those. I want to look at them. Like, are they real? Are they fake? If they're fake, that's the best boob job I've ever seen. Like, I, was I just say, thought about it for like yeah. ten minutes. I've I told Stephen just uh, you know moments ago. I said uh, they're they're like rock hard tits, and I was like, mm-hmm. but are they are they did they have like good plastic surgery back then? I thought that was like the start of it. Um, I thought at that, that point it was like very apparent. I thought it would be more that apparent. They were yeah. like, These looked, they they looked natural to me, but they looked too perfect to ever be natural. Yeah. So that I think in your head you're like, well, this just does not make sense. I'm mm-hmm. like, why is one not bigger than the other? <laughs> right. <laughs> They're so like <laughs> symmetrical. Like and the brown. color of the nipple was perfect. <laughs> like, I was just like, what? I told Amanda I got really excited when that scene came on because it was a, a big turning point as a, in my teenage years, and uh, and I was like, yeah, because she's stunning. And uh, and Amanda was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "I can't stop looking at them. They're so good." I think we rewound it. Yeah. I can we just look. acknowledge that I'm not the one who had to like stop back and go back and talk about the mm-hmm. the cha chas. You know, that was Amanda. Listen, like, yeah. if you were on last episode, there's a ninety percent chance you would have brought up Pazuzu <laughs> stick before me. <laughs> uh, no, because I'm more about tits than I am dicks. There so. you go. Wow, Stephen. Yeah. I don't mind, Stephen. No, it's okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> We've talked about it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, it's it's always cool to be able to check out uh, another girl's cans with your wife. Sure. And, uh, of course. Generally, we're into butts, I would say, more, because butts yeah. are more readily available to look at in public. And uh, I think mm-hmm. overall, you and I are both like equal opportunity butts. Like, I'll, we mm-hmm. both look at male and female butts and be like, oh, yeah, he must work out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just uh, sometimes just uh, a little pastime with your wife you've been married to for like 22 years. So, mm-hmm. It's like whenever you, oh, hi, hang High five. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> In all uh, honesty. Yeah, what, what are you drinking today, Amanda? Yeah, it's sneaking up on me. Uh-oh. It's like it's gonna be one of those episodes. Okay. But what is it though? It's like a little nighttime mimosa, but instead mm. of orange juice, it's apple cider. Mmm. Hey, mom's right. recipe. Uh huh. Yeah, and it's like ninety-five percent prosecco <laughs> and five percent. <laughs> you know, I made a, a bourbon uh, apple cider drink with cinnamon and honey, and I Ooh, that left it in there. I forgot it. Didn't bring it on the show, but I don't want to uh-huh. go now. Yeah. Because 
Um, I'm enjoying you guys. Yes. I will have to take a break in just a few minutes because of... Oh, because you got to get more. No. No, it's okay. We get it. Okay. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we can take a little break here a little bit. Uh, Maybe maybe on the way to Halloween H2O. Okay. That's all right. But um, yeah, I definitely have... uh, So boobs, right? Boobs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got that out of the way. Uh, So this is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasance are back. Um, wow, the only other person listed on here is Dick Warlock. What a good name. Um, he played Halloween. <laughs> Dick Warlock. Yeah, his real name. Dick Warlock played Michael Myers in Halloween 2. Oh, holy shit. Is that his legal name? Holy it's incredible. Shit. You know, I, I don't know, but I don't want to know. Is that, yeah. is that, is that okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he also played an android assassin in Halloween 3, and he was Kurt Russell's personal stunt double for over 25 years. Wow. So, uh, Dick Warlock, that's a good good guy. Wow, well, that was photo? him and Captain Ron? Dude, let me see. <laughs> so the photo of him is from 2023 on Wikipedia, but I can still tell that he probably had some pretty good hair. Oh, yeah. He so smashed some ass back in the day. That's yeah, sure. so the stuntman like thing Warlock. makes sense. Yeah. Wow, what a good name. Um, this is also uh, cinematography by Dean Cundey, who oh. uh, has done so many awesome things. Yeah. Oh, that's You were laughing, but that's a, that's a guy we, we've talked about on here. But yeah, he's <laughs> interesting, too. <laughs> Dick Warlock and, D- and Dean Cundy. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting people on here. Two names. Um, do you, yeah, do you think to... when the, someone hires Dean Cundy to like shoot a movie, they're like, look, Dean, we need you. We need your Cundalingus expertise on this to really tie the film together. Can you do that for us? Will you do yeah, that I for us? He... <laughs> Come here. Come here. Oh and I boy. think he delivers, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Nine months later. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, this also uh, brings back uh, Charles Cyphers as Sheriff Lee Brackett. Um, that's one of the interesting things I think that happens in Halloween 2. Uh, and it also, I think it's interesting, we should talk about this, that uh, 2018 doesn't recognize Halloween 2. It's a direct sequel to the first one because mm-hmm. at the end of Halloween 2, he's set on fire. They don't talk about that. They do in Halloween H2O. Um, that they never found the body, but he was mm. set on fire and stuff. And then they use a lot of things. And in the Halloween 2018 series, they call back to a lot of the other sequels in different ways and pull it in, a, in interesting ways. Like they light him on fire, spoiler alert, at, at one point in those movies. And it's like an homage to this, but they don't recognize it. Uh, however, I think this movie would fit so well in that canon because it's it kind of shows the town of Haddonfield go fucking crazy. They all like pile outside that Meyer's house. They're like, like protesting there, like uh, the sheriff is there and his deputies are there. Donald Pleasance is hanging out. Like they're looking for Michael. There's a there's an air of like that that night continuing, mm-hmm. um, and like the the hospital and you know the whole town or whatever. That I'm like, oh, it kind of fits that that vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I I had heard uh, upon Halloween Kills coming out and uh, us watching that and talking about it on you know whatever episode that was a few years yeah. back. Uh, I had heard that they were bringing the hospital aspect in because mm. that's how the original Halloween 2, uh, that's right. like its main setting. And uh, so I was watching this, and it is the main setting, but they do different stuff with it. So mm-hmm. it's just like a, yeah, a, a different uh, way to approach that that setting, and I, I really fucking dug it. Like, you would think if you are to be, like, injured somewhere a hospital is probably the best place for that, but right. if there's like a. But if fucking... all the doctors and nurses have been murdered, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like oh, good fucking luck. <laughs> yeah, caveat there. Oops. Yeah. Um. So on on this one, um, I've I've got some notes on this. Yeah, please. Uh, first of all, 
the opening credit scene, fucking love it. We're back with yeah. the like a, a, a twist on the classic version. Yeah. Uh, this time there's a pumpkin slowly splitting to reveal a skull that Steven's <gasps> holding up to the camera right now. And it was so fucking rad. Oh, and he's got another little uh, Michael toy here. Amanda got me this tune version mm-hmm. of Michael Myers with the bloody eyes at the end of Halloween 2. And it comes with a pumpkin with a skull in it because I love this opening. Yeah. I love all the Halloween openings and especially the way the 2018 ones do mm-hmm. with uh, the interpretations of that. But yeah, the skull opening is one of my favorites. I'm so glad you mentioned that. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I love that part of it. Um, Let's see. Uh, I wasn't really as into the score for this one as I was the first Mm -hmm. one. It felt a little bit like, uh, I don't know. It felt like somebody was like trying too hard to do something Mm -hmm. synthy. It didn't feel uh, like the the overall vibe of the score didn't really like click with me. I didn't hate it, but it just, uh, I've been trying to notice scores more, especially when it comes to horror. And Mm -hmm. uh, it just, it felt like a, uh, they couldn't get the rights to the original music, so they're like, "Sound <laughs> likes it is." You know, I guess I didn't really notice that. I'm, yeah, I'm so focused. Like we we just finished H2O right before the podcast, and mm-hmm. they take the score in, in interesting ways, and they use some scream scores. So there's stuff I had notes about that. And that's all I can hear. Uh, it was done yeah, by John Carpenter and Alan Howarth, no. who I think helped him on the original a little bit, but maybe he did more of this one. So maybe it was him trying to like mimic mm. that. A it makes bit. me want to go back and like yeah. hear them. Cause I didn't pick up on that. Right. But I don't remember it as well as like the, the first one is so iconic. The other ones do different things. And so, mm. uh, this one, yeah, it seems if anything, just like unforgettable, you know, forgettable, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a point where we see a TV and night of the living dead is on it. I was like, mm. I get oh. the fucking reference. I get it. I know what that is. You'll now. see it everywhere now I too, see, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I dug that. Um, Let's see. Uh, there's another person walking around in a Michael Myers costume in this. And then they get pinned to a van by a cop car and it fucking explodes. I'm like, is this person made entirely out of gasoline? Like, what happened here? So It's like, amazing. I, like, part of me is... I don't know. I kind of went two different ways. I was like, wait, there's another person that just happens to have the Michael Myers mask. And it's kind of operating under the assumption that Michael Myers, he just like went inside some store, grabbed a mask yeah. and left. So... Yeah. It stands to reason, sure, that mask just exists in this universe, especially in this small town. So, yeah, somebody else had it, and they were just dressed entirely differently otherwise, but... Yeah. yeah. And just, it's, like, blonde or whatever. It's yeah. weird. Um, a couple things with that. You guys had mentioned where he got his costume. They address that in other sequels, too. There's one in particular, I think it's four, that he steals a mask. Like, you see him grab the mask out of, mm. like, I mean, like a, a, a little, like ace hardware in a small town uh, or whatever okay. and this one though whenever they go up to they're smoking weed and they go up to sheriff in the first movie rather they go up to sheriff bracket he's at that hardware store where someone broke in and stole uh, some things yeah that's what the alarm's going and on then about. loomis is at a payphone in the first one and sees a, a a truck that someone was killed at and it's like phelps garage and it, that's where he gets the jumpsuit. Oh, okay. So it does show you things, but it doesn't, it only hints at them. Yeah. Um, and then later sequels kind of hint at it more. But so I guess, yeah, in, in four, it kind of hints that it, that is just like a mask, like that can be found. I feel um, like Michael has some pretty severe mental health issues we need to talk about. <laughs> but also, I think we should add kleptomania to the list he of just things care. for him to get treated for. That's true, right? That's one thing. If possible. 
I like the, the murder aspect might be first, but I think the kleptomania. Right. But we can work our way down right, right, the right. list. It's another factor. And we'll, once we get through some um, of these things, then we can be like, Michael, you seem to steal a lot of things. <laughs> He's going to stop killing. What makes you do that? Yeah. Okay. Cars, masks, overalls, yeah. you know. Yeah. Wives, you know. That's yeah, just, you could say souls. Yeah. Knives. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I, I was just trying to imagine any other shot. Like, because we know two people in this movie mm-hmm. and in this universe at this point have what we consider the Michael Myers mask. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a third, fourth, and fifth person just walking Ooh. around that night with that. So I'm just imagining cop cars just plowing directly into these people. <laughs> just mowing these motherfuckers like, over. got em, And we then it's like t- a 10-year-old child. <laughs> cannot take any chances, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like Scooby-Doo from the neck down, but it has a Michael Myers head. It's like we fucking yeah. got that little toddler ass, oh you know? They're like, They're like he's clearly four feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be him. It zooms out over the town and just like... <laughs> <laughs> explosions <laughs> everywhere the cops are fucking go kamikazeing through them all oh, um, man. that guy in the blonde one too also is is ben tramer did you catch that as well oh that is laurie's crush in the first movie uh he oh. dies that night as the well. one she wants to go to the dance with and her friends make fun of her like "Ooh, ben tramer oh yeah, that's so funny that's that fucking guy yeah so yeah he uh he died he bit the dust damn died. Um, um, so there's, there's connections here yeah uh, there's a uh, a scene in the hospital where uh, the guy who flirts with Lori, he like yeah. slips and falls in blood. I was like, this is how I would die in a horror movie. <laughs> he was like, oh, he, sl- he like took himself out. Like I just get my sights on a girl. Yeah. And then uh, we brought that up because Amanda had like looked down at that point or something at her phone or whatever. And then we saw him get in the car with Lori afterwards. And he's kind of just so dazed. <laughs> yeah. And Amanda was like, why is he covered in blood? And I was like, you know. I'm pretty sure he, he like, fell. Like, Brit fell. Like, mm-hmm. bad. Like, he fell. He has a concussion. Yeah. And it was scary. And then we mm-hmm. were around it. And, like, I, was, I, could, I couldn't find the spot again. But, um, yeah. I love that dude. Lance Guest um, is his name. He's from The Last Starfighter. Oh. Fucking awesome 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. He's, uh, he's good in this. But, yeah. It's a scary fall. I was like, I mean, it, it was cute to see their relationship. But also, he's, is he an adult, like... Should he be flirting with her? I'm trying not to think about it too much, but like, you know. It seemed like they were near the same age. Okay. Um, Yeah, they're two years apart in real life. 58 to his 60. He's actually younger than she is, so. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, cougar. (laughs) (laughs) You're thinking the wrong way, man. Yeah, Yeah. definitely a cougar situation. Okay, yeah. He was like 14 driving an ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was, so he was 21. So he's 20. Oh, he, you yeah. could say he's like 20 or 21 mm-hmm. and she's supposed to be 17, uh, which is not too bad. I mean, like just because she's in high school. Yeah. And she's like under 18. That is weird. But um, they're close. It is a small town. Like, you know, shit happens. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But look, look, we don't have to worry about it. He took himself out. Yeah. You know, it's Listen, the right thing to do. You yeah. Know? Is that the last we see of him? What happens to him? I can't remember right now. Does he just like die of a brain bleed or something like what hey, happens? hey he comes back hey, it it happens <laughs> yeah this was scary yeah you know I'm, um oh but I, I feel like in my situation yeah i would be like flirting with a girl and then like the blood i would slip on would be from like i don't know menstruation or something really gross <laughs> and then i would just like eat eat shit on that how much you know? do you think we bleed a lot a lot you know it, it depends on like if uh you know Saturn's you're like a gallon a day mm. that's how much that's yeah if Is if this... you're lucky if you're lucky 
you know? Sometimes <laughs> you have to put on. a whole mop head up there. Just, like, get out what you can before work and then, like, go back to it. Yeah. So Sometimes you got to do that. Well, speaking of red and cups, I also yes. wanted to show you another one of the props that I brought with me today, which is a Halloween 2 Michael Myers face I've seen uh, this. Cup that I got. Seen you take a sip a couple of times. I was like, yeah. boy, he's doing it right, you know? So here's what I found out when I went to Spirit Halloween in yes. Party City. Yeah. Is that um, I think that they had a backstock of Halloween 2 merchandise <laughs> for uh-huh. a lot of years. <laughs> and it just so happens that it's gained popularity, including for me. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and I like the Michael Myers mask hasn't changed as much. The the mood has the you know the mood is the same like we said. So I think it's a a good continuation. I like the character and the the look of him since you know from that movie. But uh, the one behind me, I'm like, why they only had a standee for part two? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, this cup was at Spirit Halloween and it it was only available in part two. They had uh, a keychain thing there as well that said the like Miramax and the Weinstein Company or something. Halloween H2O branded on the tag with like the money on it, like the, the hmm. you know, but it like described what it was. But then the keychain was from Halloween 4. So it's like they just had like a huge backstock of like other Halloween. Are royalties sequels. different per movie? The, especially with the series. Licensing? Yeah, these were all, uh, or like most of the series has been produced by Mustafa Akkad and his family i guess his company and so they sell to different people like Mm. different people have released like the first one's like basically an independent movie that he funded and then from there they've sold to other people so like h2o is the first like dimension one i think with the miramax company do you think Mm. party city was like "Eh, halloween 2 we're close enough yeah basically um and they all just kind of went with it so but guess what i bought it all so they they got they won (laughs) they gotcha so. I'd love it if you could buy that standee. Like when uh, the Spirit Halloween stores get the standees, it's just like a, a, a plain face Michael Myers. But by law, somebody has to take a red <laughs> Sharpie and draw the two little lines down from the tears. Like, guys, we have to install it. We can't sell this sans the blood tears, you know? You have to have those. Uh, but I do yeah, like this thing. look. Uh, mm-hmm. You'd shown me, I think it was the last year, you showed me that uh, Michael Myers action figure you've got. Yeah. And it's not a doll. And uh, mm-hmm. it has the tears. I was like, oh, what is that? And you told me it was from Halloween 2. And uh, I had forgotten. And then I right. started watching this movie. And then I see him get uh, poked in the little uh, eyeballs. Bam. And uh, he starts crying up blood. Yep. It's like, oh, is, somebody's going to slip in it and fall again. <laughs> you know? He's and got eye vincies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a good uh, look for him. There's a, a point in the movie where I think the word it, it's written as S-A-M-H-A-I-N is written on a wall. Yes. And then Loomis says, oh, Sam Hain. But like I've heard it pronounced. It is pronounced Sawin. Yeah. And like I guess they didn't they didn't really like look into it that much, you know. <laughs> Nobody was doing some research. It's yeah. it, it, it that's one of the things that leads into the other sequels sort of. They do like the like this mystical like something mm-hmm. is there's an evil lurking and it's been forever and blah 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 and there's like ruins involved and stuff but um yeah, yeah it's uh it's interesting that after all of that research and they went up with this whole backstory, nobody was like, how do we say it? Yeah. Well, it's spelled Sam Hain, and I was taught yeah. uh-huh. to just sound it out. So Donald Pleasance was like, we're pouring champagne. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll yeah. say whatever you want. Well, yeah, whatever you want. Uh, but yeah, Michael is like full on superhuman in this one. He's picking people up one armed, you know, and there was mm-hmm. a, a point in the first movie where he's just pinning somebody up against the wall with a, like yeah. a kitchen knife or whatever. 
you just kind of go with it. But this one, I feel like it uh, levels up a bit uh, for his um, for him as a, a slasher. Yeah, I think it adds to it. It's interesting because in the beginning, uh, again, they kind of mimic this in 2018's Halloween. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. that it's that one where they show him kind of like stalking people throughout the neighborhood. And then there's a woman on the phone with someone who mm-hmm. gets gets it uh, thinking like, oh, I'm she's not going like to She's like, oh, mm-hmm. and locking up. And I'm going to lock my like doors that. and yeah. he, he kills her. And in this one, it's like a younger girl who's like checking on her neighbor at first and is on the phone with someone and like hears about the news and she gets it. And it's kind of like a cheesy kill like that. that the music in that part is really cheesy because just like a stab music is like and it barely shows anything like it doesn't look that great. But some of them are really cool and they I think they amp it up as they go along. Uh, and then it ends in a fucking blaze of glory like they light the fucker on fire and like it's awesome. Like they really mm-hmm. uh, have some cool set pieces in this that uh, I think, you know, really stand up for a lot of the Halloween films. Mm-hmm. I thought I had heard that John Carpenter originally didn't want to make a sequel to this, but they backed the Brinks truck up to his house and right. uh, he and what, what was the, the woman's name? Uh, oh, Deborah Hill. Deborah Hill. Uh, oh, yeah. So I guess they were like, okay, sure. You know, we'll counter ducats after we uh, we finish throwing this script together. That said, like, it didn't seem like a bad script. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of like what they did with it. I'm not yeah. like, I'm, I'm kind of not sure how I feel about the like brother sister connection about Michael and Lori. But to me, this is an alternate reality version right. or right. the version that I know, <clears throat> which is Halloween 78 into the david gordon green films is its own continuity that i uh that i follow i guess but i don't know i I thought the overall um execution of this movie was solid and i really enjoyed Mm. it and this is one i would definitely go back and rewatch. sweet you know like i i want to be able to connect this movie with like the david gordon green movies i know it doesn't but like you know maybe there's you know, you shoot up in your head cannon or whatever, yeah, but yeah. it does it take it place like same night, right? Right. Yeah. It's still Halloween night. From so you can just imagine when they mention it, you can just imagine this is like the night they're referring to. Mm-hmm. Not two sequels, not two different nights, but like the same night. And you just, you make your own head cannon of who died and when and whatever. And yeah, there was a hospital thing there and maybe it mirrors better in your head. Like I, I like that either way. Uh, we've talked about this a lot that the, the Halloween series is interesting because you can t- kind of take your own. It's like choose your own adventure, mm-hmm. how you want yeah. it to go with the sequels and stuff. And they rewrite their own things. And it's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. As a fan of this series, I'm just like, yeah, it's awesome because it does that. Because you can make yeah. it mm-hmm. your own and not have to watch all the sequels. They're not trying to be all connected. And so it just does its yeah. own thing. I'm cool with that. Look, it's just mm-hmm. another fun adventure with my friend Michael. You know, just see what yeah. that mm-hmm. little scamp gets up to, you know? <laughs> What's he going to do this time? Oh, my God. Is he going to steal stuff? Oh, he's just going to murder a bunch of people. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Hot tub to, this time. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah to well, circle yeah. tangentially back to the boobs. Oh. The hot tub scene. Hot tub Interesting. Scene. I forgot all about the boobs. It's weird that you keep going back to yeah. it, Amanda. Uh, I think you're obsessed. You're They're like, so it, didn't, it was just a blip in my mind. Yeah. I, just, I can't even picture them clearly in my brain as I pause the screen for several minutes, you know? <laughs> as, oh, I, as I sketch them in my notebook. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I love that. Like, that kill specifically is just he, like, turns it up to, like, boiling, and then he mm. dunks her in the water. He's unscathed. Yeah, no man, I was like, why is he not being burned? I was, <laughs> like, I was like, yes, I know he's, like, <clears throat> he's immortal or something, but I was just like, yeah. what? 
like the the David Gordon Green movies. I think it's like Halloween Kills. He or no Halloween. 18 2018 Mm -hmm. he gets his fingers blown off a couple of them blown Mm -hmm. off on one of his hands and then his hand is just bandaged up uh into halloween kills and then like kind of further down the road like he's missing those fingers and he doesn't like he's fine like you know if he boils his hand right it's just another day (laughs) on the job you know you gotta do what you gotta do i don't recall if this was explained in the movie but why was there a hot tub in the hospital it's like a physical therapy thing, I think. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But also it's boobs. Yeah. yeah. I was it like, gives an opportunity for boobs. I was yeah. distracted by the boobs, and then I was like, but there's a hot tub <laughs> in a hospital. You know, as I was watching that, I was like, oh, wow. I guess they're like working nudity into the Halloween franchise at this point. And I thought, no, that's like the, some of the first shit we see is Michael's sister's boobs yeah. in the first movie. And then you like, see oh, okay. the blonde girl. Totally. Yeah. Oh. That's, what she, that's what she says all the time. Oh, yeah. In the first movie? <laughs> oh, okay. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> Guys, come on. You see your tits the whole time? Totally. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. yeah uh, it's it's part of the, the franchise. It's it's why... It, it, it's when you watch Scream in the middle of this and you realize uh, the rules that Randy's talking about are about horror movies, but they're basically about Halloween. Yeah. That's why they watch it. That's why they're talking about. So she all, didn't all show the, her tits till she went with yeah, tits. The drugs, the the booze, the sex is all specifically from this movie. You mm-hmm. know? And it's like almost, I don't know, based on either TV versions I watched growing up or um, just not realizing things as a kid. You know, like I didn't I, I remember being like, oh, my God, she doesn't want to be caught smoking. I didn't know it was like mm. weed. Like oh, I, yeah, I had no yeah. concept of weed for a long yeah. time. So if I watched anything that had a weed scene, like growing up, like Poltergeist, never even thought that was weed. Now that scene is amazing. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, oh, they just roll their own cigarettes. My parents smoke cigarettes. They don't roll those. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They just went yeah. on with, the, with my day, you know. <laughs> yeah. I uh, just thought it was another way to do it. But uh, they, my yeah, parents have been snorting all of our baking powder though, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I gotta talk and then to them. They're about like it. crazy for like twelve hours. They told me yeah. not to, yeah. but I'm a good kid, so I don't. I thought uh, we were gonna keep our refrigerator smelling fresh, but I guess not. <laughs> they want to test it, make sure it smells real good. You yeah. know. <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention uh, a random thing in this movie that really—it's one of the most terrifying scenes. Is the uh, okay. kid with the razor blade in his mouth? Do you remember Wait. that? Oh, I don't. He got like right here. You it's see like a up mom and down. like. Like walking a kid into the hospital and he has a, oh, towel. a towel over his mouth. And he's like, he like pulls it away and he's like, is it okay? And oh, it's like just no. gushing blood. Do you not remember that? I don't remember this. Oh, man. No. I wonder it's if I was really, like jotting down notes as I was watching right, this right. or whatever. Damn. It's gory. And it's such a quick scene, but it's like just horrific. That's uh, almost like the oof. the most horrifying violence of this movie right. is just, get, oh my God. Like imagining that is so terrible. Well, terrifying. and that's like totally separate from Michael, right? Like there's yeah, exactly. just some other creep out there yeah. putting <laughs> razor blades and candy. We cut him by the bush and he's like, <laughs> 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 he's been booby trapping candy throughout. He's just opening Reese's peanut butter cups and just sliding in razor blades. <laughs> He's like taking a hand grenade and trying to fit it inside of a Twinkie. It's like, Michael, you're not giving out Twinkies anyway. Like, what? This is weird. It's a weird approach. It's a weird guy. It's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also had another note about the uh, Mr. Sandman song, which yes. plays heavily in H2O as well. Yeah. And when I was watching these all, finding, found these all around each other in the late 90s, uh, it all worked together to me so well. So that's one of the things, again, like nostalgia mm-hmm. we're bringing to you. But uh, it's performed by the Cordettes. Um, I was reading about that because they said at first uh, the decision to bring it in there like wasn't really well received. 
um, they were like, basically, it sounds like it's too innocent sounding to be in a threatening horror movie. And like one critic after it said it was inappropriate and asked, what was that about? Huh. Like they didn't understand it's it. And I'm perfect like, perfect for a horror movie because perfect. of that. But I also yeah. think I'm like, oh, I don't know. In the context of the of horror movies, was this one of the first that did that? You know, or like mm-hmm. uh, not even one of the first, but one of the most prominent or something, you know, and now it seems so commonplace. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I love it in these films. It works yeah. so perfectly for him. I always think of Back to the Future when I hear that song mm. because it shows up. Uh, right. Is, I think it is, but I'm just trying to play uh, what scene it is in my head, though. Like when he travels back in time, Marty travels back in time. Oh, when he first gets uh, there. Yeah. In the 50s, thought, yeah. Uh, yeah. It is playing. Yeah. It's playing like in the yeah. diner or mm-hmm. either when he's in the square or whatever, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the I don't even know all the lyrics, but um, just the idea of like the, like Michael Myers kind of being the, this boogeyman, the Sandman or whatever, like come yeah. get you. It all like works for me. So uh, and then I love its inclusion in H2O. So um, I think that so we have watched the first Halloween and H2O the most. Yeah. um, Out of these three. And then Mm. like a handful of times for Halloween, too. But for some reason in my mind, I always connected Mr. Sandman with the first Halloween and with it playing back in H2O. Mm. Yeah, I thought so too. And then when I was reading about it, it said it was like Halloween two that introduced yeah. it. So I don't, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look uh, if it was in all three of them or not. But it just mentioned it specifically with this one. I like the simple like tie into that, and in the third movie, Lori hearing that song, and it's like it's triggering to her, right? Like mm. it's traumatizing, and it's just a like quick little thing. But I like that they they brought it back. Yeah, I think this is the first movie in the Halloween series where they have licensed music because in the mm-hmm. first one Lori is mm-hmm. walking around like singing some song that they wrote for the movie or maybe she made it up on the spot as she's walking down the sidewalk mm-hmm. Do you remember that yeah she's like kind of singing along or whatever well and yeah. then the annie her friend is like going to meet her boyfriend mm-hmm. and she's like walking to the car i can't mm-hmm. remember what her boyfriend's name is she's like she makes up a song with her boyfriend's name in it mm. yeah i can't remember hey right now dude. oh yeah yeah yeah. and I, i'm like this is the worst song ever because <laughs> like- in part two you have that that guy the weird orderly or the weird paramedic guy who's like something about and i need your pie <laughs> you remember that so it gets worse <laughs> just a lot of weird singing in these movies. They're like, listen, know, we're not going to pay the money for it. So yeah. whatever song comes to your mind, just sing it. Look, we had a coupon for Mr. Sandman. We bought that. <laughs> no other licensed music. Just right. make up your own shit, you know? Yeah. And somehow we've got to make this creepy. Okay. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I did look it up. It is only in two. And then okay. onward, like uh, it's become kind of come synonymous as a theme song sort of for that movie as well. But. That's so interesting. I had no idea. Like, it's in a whole separate sect right. of a Halloween continuity. Yeah. That song is massive. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, and it's like, so I, I love your history with it, Brent, because um, not liking Halloween that much at first and then growing to really love it and then love yeah. it. Like, you really got into horror in general. I think it helped mm-hmm. with the Halloween 2018 uh, movie and then that that David Gordon Green franchise. And uh, so, yeah, you really have a whole different experience from what we've had with this. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's all the notes I had for Halloween 2. Did you, either of you have anything you wanted to hit on for that? Uh, I've got one final one. So when we took a little break there, uh, I went ahead and looked up um, some information on this. And 
it said here that um, th- one of the ex-wives of the guy who played Michael Myers, uh, they, you know, uh, Dick Warlock, eventually they <laughs> got divorced or whatever. Yeah. But she said when they first met that, quote, Dick Warlock is a real cock wizard. So I just thought it was <laughs> oh, important okay. to bring was that up. on Wikipedia? It was on Cockapedia, yeah. Cockapedia, got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It has a picture of a rooster on it. So I thought it was about like mm-hmm. fowls, you know? I was like, oh, right. let me learn about some birds. Did you learn about any birds named Fowler while you were on there? St- I, no, uh, unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to set it up well enough, but I figured either yeah. way you were rejecting it. So Yeah, like, you know, after Pazuzu made a brief appearance at the end of last episode. <laughs> you about uh, Fowler out? Yeah, 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 Fowler, he just, he's, he's taking some time away. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, but, let's uh, let's go ahead yeah. and move on. Yeah, is that cool with uh with Halloween H two O from 1998, 20 yes. years later, 20 years after the original? Oh, mm-hmm. I get it now. <laughs> so I wondered too is that uh, this this is written many different ways online and in the movie itself. Uh, it is written as online as like Halloween H two O colon 20 years later, uh, so, known simply as Halloween H two O. That's how we we know it. That's how we say it. Um, it it is and it was a joke about like Halloween water. I don't even know what the joke could be, but it's like it's H two O. It's water. It's weird. I don't know. But mm-hmm. for some reason, it works so well in my head. Is that what it is? No, no, no. It's not. Oh, okay. No, that's the joke though. Oh, okay. And it's not a good joke. I'm saying it's like back then people would be like, it's like H two O. It's just a weird thing to say because we know it from something else, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, I I wondered too. Yeah, if you if you remember this movie coming out, Brent, if you had any history with this before at all, I know you hadn't seen it, but. Uh, if you remember calling it anything, anything like that. Um, I remember this coming out only because uh, there was a, a tiny mall here in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma called Eastland Mall. Perhaps you guys oh. remember this. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's now defunct and been turned into like a call center or whatever, like a bunch of different businesses yeah. are there. But back in the day, it had a, uh, a Cineplex like downstairs that you could go to. And I remember going there for some other reason and seeing the poster for Halloween mm. H2O. And I was like, what is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> right. <laughs> that concludes my knowledge of <laughs> Halloween H2O. Did you know was, anything so. about the cast or anybody that was in it or anything? I mean, I, I recognize Jamie Lee Curtis, but I only because I recognized her from True Lies. I oh, was hell a, yeah. I was raised in an action movie uh, family on my dad's side. And uh, so I was like, oh, okay, that stripper lady is in this one. <laughs> cool. That's, I, that's cool, I guess. I, but like, like going into the movie, like now, uh-huh. did you know that like LL Cool J was in it? And mm-hmm. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, okay. I knew about that part of it. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was looking forward to it because I like LL Cool J. Like, I like his music, but I also think he's like, you know, a, a solid actor for mm-hmm. yeah. this type of stuff. So, uh, oh, this is Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Deep Blue Sea. That's a great double feature. Should have won an Oscar for yeah. it. So, <laughs> he, uh, that movie came out the year before this one, I think. It was 97, <laughs> it? and then this was 98. No, I think that was 99, and this was 98. Was it? Not? Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I knew they were a year apart somewhere, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Some he, of his he best works for career. It. I mean, he totally sells this movie, like his role in this movie for me. Yeah. It, this movie has a different feeling from the other ones, but to me, it's a very homey feeling. I put notes about like it has the perfect fall vibe, the locations. The Did you school. say homey because it has LL Cool J in it, Stephen? <laughs> Stephen, that's fucked up. That's fucked up, Stephen. You might need to edit that you out. Caught me. I apologize. No, I'm, yeah. I'm going to leave it in for a learning experience. Okay, cool. Well. Okay, cool. Yep. 
Because as Brent said, homie, don't play that. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the, like, it starts with Nancy Myers, the original nurse, coming back. Uh, her her whole like neighborhood the Halloween vibe there is great yeah um, when they go to the school later on which is like this really posh cool school like private school or whatever like in the Hollywood Hills or some shit like it looks awesome to me and it has like a, a good vibe the whole movie uh, but it is different um, I recognize now more than I did before but to mm. me at the time they were like they went hand in hand like at least Halloween and, and this one and so uh, yeah I've always loved this one but um that is an interesting point. Like you having not seen it up until now, mm-hmm. and us watching it not immediately when it came out. I don't know about you. I, I did. didn't. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's like hard for me to separate if it is like nostalgia, um, along with it being a good movie that makes me really enjoy watching it, or if mm-hmm. like. I can't really, like, watch it with an objective eye and go, like, oh, they really leaned too much into the 90s aspect of it or whatever because that's when I watch, you know, mm-hmm. that's when I watched it. Um, so it's interest. it'll be interesting to hear your opinion on if you feel mm-hmm. like it's a cohesive third part. Yeah. Yeah, especially as that. But then, yeah, just your overall opinion. Do you want to release it? Do you want to tell us? Um, No. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, look, this 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 was a departure from the feel of the first two yeah. movies. That said, I uh, I didn't dislike it. Okay. What it it's felt like to well. me? It's not going well. No, 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 no. It's not going well. No, I, no. I expected this and I accept it. I'm, I'm still uh, trying to acclimate to these waters a little mm-hmm. bit because I this is like a third version of this franchise's feel. That is like new to me. It's like the newest possible one, right? Like the original, like the first two Halloween movies mm-hmm. have a specific feel and tone to them. There's like some coziness that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. The David Gordon Green movies uh, that I like, well, two of them, uh, they have this like grittiness and it's like yeah. a, so like vivid and, and real outside yeah. of like all the stuff that's not um, that I, I like from like modern horror mm-hmm. and then this is almost like um there's like a a, a specific like polish that's on it that was oh, around yeah. in this era so like you see this on like scream mm-hmm. and um you know i wish i could name like at least one other thing i know what but you did last summer all of them from that that i, I fell down steven <laughs> that's, that's fucked up that's fucked up that you bring that up to me it feels like the most mainstream of it and it's like, like it was Bobby Miramax and it's been like screamified. Screamified. It's been yeah. like, yeah. And the other ones sort of retained their sort of like, I don't know if indie vibe is the right yeah. word, but it's just was like, they're not trying to be like trendy or, you know, cast the most mm. well-known people or have like certain music in it. It's not flashy. It's not like you said, polished, right? Like, tied up mm-hmm. in a little bow. This is the most like marketable, I think in terms of response to the time period. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, it was marketed towards like a resurgence of teen horror movies after Scream yeah. hit it so big and mm-hmm. uh I knew that this had a lot of Scream 
like it has literal music from Marco Beltrami's Scream score just like injected in this movie. Um, Mm -hmm. So much so that there's a there's a fan edit that restores the original score, I believe, by John Ottman. Uh, I know that he's credited still with it, but um, so is Marco Beltrami. But there's like a original score or another one that um, I had mentioned there's a version of of, um, Scream 4 that uh, a fan editor did. Um, and there's a version that he did with H2O as well, where he took out all the screamifications of the music, and it really changes the whole film. It's really wild. But I like that score, so Scream I like it. Scream was 96? Yeah. And then this was 98. 98? Okay. So I knew that, like, they had connections with Kevin Williamson, who was huge at that time and was involved with all of those movies. Um, I knew they referenced Scream in this movie, like they're watching Scream 2 at one point um and but i didn't know until like i was reading about it this time how much kevin williamson was involved with this apparently he came up with the original story and then he polished the script so some of the things in there are references that he like injected in there so Mm. he definitely had a hand in it and it's very like they joke about in the scream 5 movie um that came out in 2022 or whatever that um they're like oh those 90s movies they were all overlit and they looked like totally fake and polished. Like that's the era, right? So yeah, it's a totally different vibe, but it's a vibe that we were really comfortable in, Amanda and I, you know. At sure. That time. Yeah. Well, it's also you're 20 years later, right? So you're never gonna have the same like vintage or like look yeah. of the film. Like the 90s just look different anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and also you're making a movie for the 90s, and horror movies have like come such a this is after Scream, right? Yeah. So Scream has been like a big slasher movie, like very like tightly edited and like quick and whatever. And Halloween is more of a slower burn. Yeah. And so you're like competing with trying to like be in a marketplace where you're trying to make the original fans uh, or the fans of the original movies happy. But you're mm-hmm. also trying to like market to people who've seen Scream. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great point. And I feel like maybe the biggest difference outside of like the overall like visual presentation is I feel like the first two movies have more of an aspect of a thriller, whereas mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. like, I don't know, not quite that. I don't I don't think this movie's bad. I appreciate that you guys like this. I would revisit this movie again. I'd be curious for your wife. I think I asked you that if she had ever but she never watched these really. Right. Uh, like. Or did you watch this with one of her or anything? No, no, she's she's opted out on this month overall. Um, <laughs> I think she liked really it though. Much. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. She doesn't like anything. <laughs> <laughs> she really does it. You know, I only say that half jokingly. She doesn't but, like anything. So, but it's got uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Does she like him? Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably <laughs> not. Um, I I was surprised to see him. And yeah. as I was watching this, I and I knew going in, this is around the the time of Scream, where they would have like a big name actor right. in the beginning yeah. of the movie and then go on. But I so when I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, we're doing this. And then I was like, but was he like a prominent actor? Like the angels were so. definitely in the outfield by that point. But Third Rock from the Sun was there in this time. Was it was. It? Okay. OK. He was like top of the sitcom right now. I had no idea. Actor at the time. OK. Plus, OK. This is right when uh, 10 Things I Hate About You came out the next year. Oh. So he was, I think he was like. He was in He's the... not Drew Barrymore, like, because she mm-hmm. was, you know, already, like, huge, whatever. But I think it, it is that kind of factor. It wanted They wanted to be, like, this, like, funny sitcom actor in here. And you think he's going to be in the movie, and he's, he's fucking taken out, like, right away. 
Well, look, I love that he shows up. He's got the Jason mask on and it has a right. little like red triangles. I'm like, check, you <laughs> yeah. know, I like this, especially after we watched the, the right. Friday the 13th Perfect. movies. Uh, and it's like a nice little reference to uh, to my guy, Jason. You know, we got, got my my two favorite non-speaking slashers kind of in the, the, the same, same movie almost. Instead of fighting, what if they just had a movie where they just sat in silence and read books and they're like, oh, finally, you know. Well, Steven, you almost had me. You almost had me. They're like just soulmates. Sat in silence? They're soulmates they didn't know they needed. Oh, amazing. Uh-huh. I love that. They're like, like, let's just retire from our murderdom and just, like, sit by a lake and read some books. I know a lake. (laughs) (laughs) I I would love it if there was just a a scene in one of these movies, like, whichever franchise it is. Let's say it's a, a Michael Myers thing, right? Michael's, like, stabbing a bunch of people. It's almost like the end of Halloween Kills again. He's, like, really, like shedding some blood somebody like a, a citizen is running up with like a pipe wrench he's gonna like clock michael in the back of the head before he can do that just a machete through the throat michael turns around <laughs> sees jason they both drop their weapons they do the wild stallions air guitar and then jason just like goes back into the lake that's all it is that's all we need you know oh my god you sold me out i love it that sounds that's great. great yeah that's um, fantastic uh did you go through the uh, the cast? And, I was uh, going to yeah, yeah. mention that real yeah. quick, because speaking of Jason, this was directed by Steve Miner, who did, yeah. uh, I think, two and three we found out when we were doing those. He did both of those movies for now, Steven, the Jason movies. Uh, do you think uh, uh, Steve Miner is related to Jonathan Majors? I, uh, I heard somebody <laughs> ask this question once before I, on a podcast. And I, I hope was, not. Okay, cool. I hope not. I, you know, I wasn't sure if that jerk joke was going to work or not. <laughs> right. but, I figured, you know, right. um, but I just looked up. Yeah, he, his first directing movie, his uh, debut, was Friday the 13th Part 2 in 1981, the same year that Halloween 2 came out. So wow. I didn't realize those were both coming out at the same time. But That's um, crazy. Yeah, and then he did Halloween 3 in 82, so he introduced that mask. So that was kind of a nod mm-hmm. to him. But uh, I remember when I was getting into horror and cinema and stuff. Wait. and yeah, Friday the 13th Part th- Wait, what? What are we talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> I feel like what happened? We, Two and I, three. Yeah, I thought we crossed franchises. Wait, wait, which mask are you talking about? Three. The how? Like the Friday the Thirteenth? Three. Okay. When he I think thought you said, mask. I, I thought you said Halloween in 1981. No, he what? <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move he on. He did Friday the Thirteenth Part Two in 1981, and then the uh-huh. following year he did Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. In which uh-huh. he introduced the mask. It's okay. okay. Brent short-circuited for a little bit. We just need to <laughs> charge what? him back up. Yeah. I, was, I might have said like a Halloween 3 instead of Friday the 13th Part 3. Uh, in, the, in the scurry yeah. for, for getting through the, the comment. But um, yes, regardless, he introduced that mask. So what I'm saying is him bringing it into this franchise is fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. And whenever I was getting into cinema and horror movies and kind of connecting, like the internet was coming about and stuff, and I was connecting actors and directors to things and i remember watching this movie and feeling like oh my god he's part of the jason franchise like i thought that was like i remember being kind of like but you're not allowed to go to dc if you're at marvel like i remember being like well you can't direct both franchises like how is that mm-hmm. possible uh they have such different people involved like i didn't know that was a thing but there uh, are rules there are rules to these things and mm-hmm. uh and you must abide by them so yeah it was uh it was cool to, to see that and i think Steven, he did a great job with this follower listen Mm-hmm. You don't want to break those rules. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he uh, he did both like both of those movies crossed over this franchise later, which is interesting mm-hmm. to me. And I think he did a really good job, uh, even though he wasn't, you know, a typical Halloween director. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
I also wrote about the score because I wanted to say this. Mm. Um, this has a mix of Scream and its own score, and it does touch on the Halloween themes of uh, John Carpenter. But instead of the the really stripped down synth sounds, um, mm. it's like more orchestral. And the way that I wrote about it the other night uh, when we first watched uh, Halloween, t- uh, yeah, we were going through these, whatever, was that this is kind of the Halloween theme via Hocus Pocus. Like it's okay. like it's it's nostalgic in a good way for me, and it feels like the season. But it's like I love the original score way better. But um, it's interesting. It's an interesting take on it. So uh, I still like that. Yeah. So uh, Josh Hartnett is in this movie. I, right. Is this his first film? I believe so as well. Yeah. This, okay. But it came out Ever? the same year. Yeah. It came out the same year as The Faculty. Which, no okay. fucking way. Yeah. So it's Wait, like I, I don't know which came first. You know, which is also I Faculty Williams was. Enjoyed. 99 no no uh definitely definitely 98 uh okay i I remember that because that movie was real real big impactful this whole era on me uh it says this one was before that one so okay i don't know i don't know why i'm I'm trying to second guess uh movie years with you i know (laughs) that i'm busted and i apologize i know i I recognize this i'm just saying uh i'm gonna look i'm curious though because uh halloween h2o was released in the united states on august 5th that it's premiere wow. on July 25th, uh, 27th, okay. but on August 5th, 1998. But uh, The Faculty, if I looked at it just a second ago, right, came out on, like, Christmas Day, 1998. What? Wow. Yeah. What a weird, weird They're time like, for that movie. Merry Christmas. Right. <laughs> That's but, wild. Um, yeah, another Dimension film. Also, Kevin Williamson, like, another dimension and written. Another Dimension? Another Dimension. Another Dimension? Another dimension. Another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's wild. I'm I'm surprised that obviously the faculty coming out on Christmas, but hey, right. sure, why not? And then uh, eat shit, Santa. But I'm surprised that uh, <laughs> they didn't have this Halloween movie come out in October of that year. But you know, I guess you got to yeah. get in where you can. Summer movie? I don't know. They were trying a new yeah. thing. Teenagers again? I don't know. Because Scream. Or, Scream's a Halloween movie. Scream came out December twentieth, nineteen ninety six. I think. Would they get oh. it to like DVD by? Yeah. Yeah. Have, been, like, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and maybe though I don't know. The window is longer there too, so. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, I'm never going to turn down a, a Josh Hartnett movie, so I didn't even realize this what was his first. But And then you put my man, JGL. Oh, yeah. Man is all Joe about Gillette. JGL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he, and he also, like, we talked about the hockey stuff, but he gets that. He's the one with the skate to the face, right? Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. What a look. But uh, again, yeah. you don't see it happen. You see the aftermath. It's because he stole those beers. Yeah. The ultimate sin factor. That's right. <laughs> and uh, the worst part is they were O'Doul's as well. So they were like non-alcoholic. <laughs> like, God damn it. Not even worth it a little yeah. bit. Um, going back to Josh Hartnett, I I saw that he was going to a, a private school. And I'm always curious what the like attire looks like there. Because there's a lot of variation uh, if you go back and watch stuff. Like if you watch... You know, old episodes of Gilmore Girls, you know, they're, they're like pretty like buttoned up and conservative there. I, I feel like the intention is for all the kids to dress the same, but everyone has like very like just strapping the, the clothing item to your body seems like the was enough the qualifier for that. Mm-hmm. Like it all looks pretty frumpy and bad. You know, I, feel like, I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis was like, listen, he's going to school. You know, and he's not he's not moving out of the house due to all of my trauma. So if his tie 
is not like up and his shirt is he's untucked and whatever. Meh. Could could be worse for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, M- Michelle Williams though, <laughs> she makes that costume or that that outfit work. Look, I'm not complaining about her. Right. I'm just saying that he looked like his his like clothes, his school clothes were conservatively like eight sizes too big. Like he was wearing his mm. like dad's school clothes or something. And he doesn't like That's his what dad. it looked like to me. Maybe it's a mental health thing that they're trying to inject in the movie. But in a weird Could way, be. he still made it look cool. Right. Okay. Disagree. Sure. <laughs> Disagree. We can just move on. Let me say. Okay, teenage Amanda thought he looked real let, cool. Okay. Let me say about that yeah. too, because in this movie and then also in the faculty, uh, he has basically the same haircut, which is essentially Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> but it's gone through like a wind tunnel, but he makes it work. Is it's, it like, it's like it's so weird looking, but it's like if you took the the worst parts of the haircut for Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and right. Dumber, and then Jim from The Office, where you have those little like hair wings, oh, like yeah. flipped over John Krasinski's ears. Yeah, that that's, chiseled that's what you got, y'all. Mm, oh, y'all, chiseled, y'all. Oh, well, damn. I I I had a uh, I'd say a crush on on that guy when he came out as well. Uh, you like wanted a, to be that guy. I wanted to, yeah. Like, what's a crush really? I don't know. Steven, there's I, still I time. Hey, you could be lucky number eleven. <laughs> I believe in you. You could be only... lucky number Sleevin. Oh, I. <laughs> he uh, truly does have the worst haircut. But it, it worked. Like, it's because he's that messy haired bad boy sort of thing. And the faculty, especially, because he's like a drug dealer kid, but he's like a super genius in that one, too. Like, it's. He plays an interesting guy. And I don't know. I, I've always really liked him and stuff. And he kind of took a break from things and came back. But um, I was also a big fan of Pearl Harbor when it came out, which is. Not a great movie by most standards and most people's, uh, but I really liked it. Amanda liked it, um, and I yeah, I just think he he stood out from that era, you know. And like the the fact he was introduced in this was cool. Much like Jamie Lee Curtis was introduced in Hairs, he mm-hmm. became like a fairly big star at least, you know, from it. And it's uh, you can see that. Listen, um, you you look like that. You don't really have to. <laughs> but I like his acting though too. I was gonna say he's he to me yeah. is a good actor. I like him, but I'm also like. Um, he could have sucked a little bit more and been okay. Just sidestep it. Just sidestep it. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I want to mention the rest of the, like, the kids' cast as well. Sure. Because uh, mm-hmm. this has Michelle Williams, as we mentioned briefly, that uh, this was amongst the Dawson's Creek fame that was also like 98, I think. So mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Williamson as well uh, was everywhere uh, at that point, was writing that show. Um, that crew, everybody but James Vanderbeek, uh, went into horror movies. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Katie Holmes did Disturbing Behavior yeah. with uh, with our hometown boy, uh, James Marsden, um, mm. in like 98, 99. Um, Pacey. Pacey is in two movies. He's in Scream 2 and in Urban Legend, Joshua Jackson. Mm-hmm. And then she's in this one. But James Vanderbeek did Varsity Blues instead, which is a much different still movie. Still an amazing still movie. a banger, I know. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, these were definitely movies that Amanda and I came of age to and... Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, it's interesting. I like that she's in this one, too. Uh, and then we talk a lot about uh, Jodie Lynn O'Keefe and Adam Hanbird uh, as Charlie, but the, they're friends that are, like, they joke about being the uh, the old couple and, like, the newlyweds are by them or whatever and, like, don't embarrass the newlyweds, Charles. Uh, they talk about getting dumpy and fat and uh, and how awesome that is and everything, and uh, I just love those people. I, I don't know. I, I know her from other things, but I don't like her as much as anything she but this. She had, like, two years of being, like, an it girl. And then she's, like, she, she's all that. She's in She's All That. Yeah. And then she just, like, disappeared from Hollywood. I don't know what happened, but. Now, is this 
Charlie's girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My uh, note for that was uh, his girlfriend, Sarah, is way out of his fucking league. <laughs> the, holy shit. This kid must be. Pa- He's got a Pazuzu downstairs hey. or something because Jesus Christ. She, <laughs> I thought she was so fucking cute in this movie. Yeah, Have she's you seen great She's All movie. That? She's the like mean girl. Oh, a long time ago. Uh, that breaks up with Freddie Prince Jr. That like starts the whole. And then she gets with uh, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Oh. And um and then she like, she. <laughs> oh okay. She what? What does she do? She. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm short circuiting now. Uh-huh. It's spreading. <laughs> um. She picks on what's her name. Oh, she picks on uh, Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's like a mean, a mean girl. girl. She's, she's yeah. a bitch in that movie, yeah. but she's good. In, uh, that's like the two movies I really know her from. But. That's I. Mm-hmm. That's the we, only movie we I love know. her in this so much, and her her death scene is fucking uh, oh so gross to me. Uh, Horrific. Yeah, the the leg getting caught in the dumbwaiter and the the look of the oh, like yeah. it's splitting her her oh, leg in gosh. half essentially, and the bones hanging mm. out, and then she has to like crawl away from him like. Uh, it's so visceral to me and it's one of my favorite kills in all of Halloween uh, and then they find her and she's like hanging up by a light with like a light bulb in her stomach yeah and it's just like okay that's disgusting and then they just move along um, mm-hmm. there's some really r- gross stuff in this but they don't linger uh, like they do in other movies even Scream like this was like tamer I think overall you know, yeah one. yeah mm-hmm. I feel like they were uh, trying to compete but they weren't going to go to like that level of gore yeah yeah not until like the 2018 movies do uh at least my experience with the halloween franchise doesn't get like real like vicious and, and gory like yeah, that yeah uh, i do want to mention ronnie played by l o cool j and uh, like i said i just love him uh as a rapper i think he's a pretty solid actor i think he's just doing it and doing it and doing it well um <laughs> i um what what was the production like on this one, did they uh, were they like in the the middle of the states or were they going back to Cali? What was the situation you know, here? I didn't look that part up. Yeah, I can't remember right now um, exactly like where they worked on all of this, but um, I don't have any references to any songs from Hello Cool J to answer you with oh, either. I, that's weird. Why would you even bring that up? That's, that's strange. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, I think you got your head sprung. I think you need to get that back on right. Uh, wait, have someone take a look at that. Mm-hmm. Can he see your doctor? <laughs> May not do you any good. <laughs> it was just a, it was just a popsicle stick with a couple of googly eyes on it. Oh yeah, it's like, you're, you're fine. fine. You're fine. Don't even worry about it. Um, I like that uh, Janet Lee, uh, which is uh, yes. Jenny Lee Curtis's mother, uh, is the school secretary. And I like I I'm not seeing the original Psycho, and I couldn't tell you I couldn't oh. pick Janet Lee out of a lineup. But there's just something about the interaction between the two mm-hmm. of them where I was like this seems important I bet that's her mother and <laughs> yeah. sure enough I looked it up and it was I was like fuck yeah, yeah. it was that's like cool. a little victory for me that, I spiked yeah, you, my phone you, on the ground and then like went to bed <laughs> I love it too because they they uh when she walks away she has like a heartfelt moment with her um and she's like I know I'm not your mother but like to have a little like advice or whatever mm-hmm. like which was really sweet and then she walks mm-hmm. away and they play the score from Psycho and she walks back to the car she drove in Psycho. So it's like they, they do like a triple whammy of, of awesome Psycho references, uh, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Like, it, I, it's not like a typical Halloween movie, but for some reason mm-hmm. it works really well for mm-hmm. me. So, You know, I, I just had this thought. I feel like this movie uh, feels a little bit, um, 
Look, I don't know how to say this to where it's not insulting, but it feels a little bit like a made-for-TV movie. Like, it doesn't look as um, cinematic as the first two, I guess. But it's it's just, like, with better acting in it. Yeah. that, That makes sense. Yeah, and this era, that's like there's the, they had done the Thorn movies of Michael Myers, and they they were a lot of horror movies were like petering out, and then Scream revamped like the horror friend, like everything, the horror like landscape. So they were like revamping things, and there's so much going into this movie, like so many different writers and takes on what they were gonna do, and then like from what I heard, uh, it was kind of like Jamie Lee Curtis was the one that like spearheaded this entire campaign to like be like it's the 20th anniversary, I want to see what happened to my character after being mm. attacked uh, by Michael all those years ago. And um, so it's like her spearheading it, but uh, they had talked about basically like TV versions of things and leading into like Resurrection. And then there was like going to be a sequel to Resurrection as well. That might've been a TV movie. So they were flirting with that, but they were like Hollywood productions. Like they, they still were millions of dollars and stuff, but, uh, and more than the original films, but at the same time that minimalistic approach like brings out some great quality sometimes, but um, yeah, I totally, I think that's a valid point for sure. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> um, so I thought Lori's boyfriend, um, Will Brennan, who plays yeah. a school counselor, I thought he was like a good dude. And I sure love enough, that guy. Yeah. He didn't get a chance to, uh, be a dick at all. Cause he, uh, he got killed. Yeah. Um, I mean, he tried sure to shoot did. LL, but I mean, you know, it was dark. Um, yeah. he thought he had a well, gun. Steven, easy, <laughs> easy. <laughs> Back off the throttle. We also like that guy from the West Wing. He he plays a, a psychiatrist he that goes does, to visit yeah. the president, and he's he is this basically this character is like around the same era. It's the only two things I know him from. They're like and school he, counselors. Mm. Right. Could be, yeah. And he's yeah. he's so good in that role. He's so, such a calm voice. I love their interactions, like the the cafe scene where yeah. he's he's so kind with her, and then later on, uh, he picks up on her trauma, but he's right. Not but like, he's cool about it. He's not like pushing it too far she says like yeah you know become a shrink to me and he's like oh no i like you just the way you are mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. and then she makes that wine order even though she has a full glass of wine and that waiter <laughs> gives her that crazy look and she's like today yeah which yeah. is so great and then she literally just like downs, downs a glass uh, of wine which yeah. is near impossible to do i mean that wine is such a different drink than like other drinks you could do that with uh-huh uh but yeah and we talked about that too because there's a scene where she goes and gets a, a bottle of um Vodka out of the freezer and pours like a whole fucking glass and just no ice, (laughs) like no lime, no mixer, nothing. She's just like straight up drinking it. And it's before he comes over. And then she like uses mouthwash. And Mm. I'm like, it's not it's not going to do anything. It's the perfect crime. Look, she she didn't think about the smoke billowing out of the car (laughs) in the first movie. She's just like. She doesn't understand. 20 years later, know? still hasn't learned a damn thing. You nope. Know? Yeah. yeah. It's consistent with her character. Yeah. You know? Amanda does not like that scene, uh, <sighs> though, because I love that scene with them on the couch when they're, like, making out. And then she and tells them. she reveals. Him, she yeah. reveals the real story. And he's like, yeah, I know that. Michael Myers, the urban legend. And she's like, no, it was really my brother. And fuck. And he's like, I need a drink now. But mm-hmm. they're making out. And he's also, like, chewing gum. Uh, the audible, <laughs> just, like, matriculation <laughs> sounds that are happening. Mm-hmm. Like. Like the whole time he's like talking to her and he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just yeah. like, Stop. Amanda loses it every he's time. He's like chewing his gum and then their kisses are so like whoever was in the sound booth just like <laughs> doing the sound effects for this. I'm like, can you just lower the levels a little bit? Yeah. It doesn't need the, to be the most prominent thing I hear. 
I agree. Like I have misophonia, and it just drives me insane when I hear shit like that. Like the like audacity to have just like loud chewing on recorded media. You know, (laughs) that just seems so rude. Like if somebody like showed up to a recording with a loud ass bag of chips, you know, it's like they hooked it to a guitar amplifier and Uh just like started crunching down. Uh Maybe tried to eat some Snickers afterwards. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. That'd be weird if somebody did that. Hmm. I appreciate you not wearing an eye mask to the record today, uh, Amanda. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. I showed up this time, didn't I? I mean, like the the night is still young. <laughs> you might be you might be out before too long. I th- I feel like the biggest disconnect in this movie for me is the Michael Myers mask. I just yeah. don't like it. I don't like to be it's able bad. to see his actual eyeballs. You know, mm-hmm. I I love it when it's just fully blacked out. I feel like that's the way to go. It's, it makes it more haunting. Right. It seems like the character is just empty and just pure evil that way. If I could see somebody's like baby blues behind him, I'm like, are you gonna start like crooning? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's, just, it's weird. You fall in love too easily. That's the thing. Little, if you see I the think eyes. that's my problem. Right. I think that's really my problem. Uh, that's a famous thing with this movie in particular, but Michael Myers mask changes all the time and there are various mm. versions that are good or bad. And, uh, this one actually changes throughout the movie. I never oh. notice it. Uh, there hmm. are CGI masks in this movie. What? Really? Like brief ones, uh, to try to fix the bad one. Like before they like, they had one and they like refilmed like half the I've movie. I've never like, noticed During this. halfway, they like yeah. found a better one and then like started a new one and then they tried to fix it in other scenes. Um, I've never noticed it that badly, but some fans really fucking hate it. Uh, again, for me, it was early in my fil- like uh, horror and Halloween like watching, so I just went for it. But since then, I've been like, oh, it's the worst. It's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that and it takes you out of it, right? Like like you said, with seeing <laughs> it, the eyes and stuff, and it, it's it's bad. It does. Like I understand he's supposed to be like a huge threat, but he. I mean, it looked like a dork, Michael. Like, okay, <laughs> all right. I'm scared. You know, whatever sure, you want. Sure, man. Uh, um, yeah, that was one of my notes too. Yeah. The masks. So, uh, it, it. I made a note here that there's zero explanation as to how Michael survived being burned or how he was able to require right. his mask and coveralls. But eh, do we really need it? Like, that's. I don't really care. Like, I'm kind of thankful that he doesn't speak. Because otherwise there'd be a monologue for sure. A writer would have to <laughs> type in something. It's like, I had to... Uh, luckily, after I was burned alive, I survived by blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't care. It just shows up looking like an asshole, you know? Yeah, basically. And it's uh, a little bit harder to follow that way. Like, a little harder to scare, get scared. Um, yeah. One of the, I just want to throw this out there real quick. I had a note, and I was trying to remember what it was. And it's uh, another thing they, they referenced sort of in the 2018 Halloween movie. And... Uh, varying degrees of how you like this but uh there's a bathroom scene mm-hmm. where michael comes to terrorize people that are in the stalls and it plays out much differently in this one and once you've seen 2018 and then watch this one it could be hor- pretty horrific because it's a little girl with her mm-hmm. mom but uh he just steals her purse and gets her keys and then takes her her really fucking beat up <laughs> old like, car and i'm a bad guy but i'm right. not that bad of a guy like and i'm then, not gonna kill the little girl right could be worse and then in 2018 it's like really fucking like crazy brutal uh, what happens in that bathroom? But again, they it's like it. <laughs> uh, fucking podcasters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a cool homage that you didn't know about, maybe um, from yeah. the other series, you know. So uh, I just want to mention that note real quick. Yeah, I like that. I going back to watch these movies, you know, so far removed. It's cool to look back on uh, where the the echo of the influence right. came from. I thought that was cool. I also noticed between Halloween 2 and Halloween H2O, 
that uh, Michael is just like straight up slashing tires in those. Mm. I was like, oh, wow. So he's really Great. taking being a slasher to the nth degree <laughs> because he's like slashing necks, he's slashing tires, and then like next he'll be slashing prices. He's going to be working at Kmart <laughs> at this point. He's got a blue light special. He's like, that's the color of my coveralls. Ooh, I'm not supposed to talk. He's like, comes around the corner with a knife or whatever. And then uh, I wrote, it's like uh, Myers V Tires, Dawn of Slashing. <laughs> so. You know, it's what they say about people with like, you watch out for kids killing like animals because they might grow up to see serial killer. But yeah. a lot of people don't know. But before animals, it's tires. You got to watch out. For. Right. Mm-hmm. They're going around slashing tires first. And then you become like a mattress salesperson. Exactly. At the end Just- of the day. The worst mm-hmm. kind of villain. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Carol, he offered me a silly posturepedic, and you know that will crush me. It will crush me. Jason also worked there. He was going to fold me in half. He's going to fold me in half. It's fucked up. And then, nightmares, right? Freddy. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. They're all connected. I don't like it. I said, I have a coupon from Labor Day. They said, ma'am, it's not Labor Day. I said, can I still use it? They said, no. I was like, What? <laughs> It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. So I pulled my phone, and now I'm on TikTok. People are not right. agreeing with me. Now, look, you might be upset that I'm in blackface, but I can explain. <laughs> I'm a racist. There we go. I did it. <laughs> but the story isn't about that, okay? Right. It's about the right. mattresses. It's about exactly. coupons. Yeah. It's about saving money. So we had talked about in Halloween 2... Uh-huh. The the kid that was wearing the Michael Myers mask, mm. and they got pinned to a van and exploded, right? <laughs> right. Then in this movie, Lori's going to overkill his ass with a van. Right. She's, maybe she heard about the first kid that got it. She's like, oh, this is how you take out one of these, you know, yeah. William Shatner oh, mask true, motherfuckers, right? you know? Take him out in a van. Maybe that kid so, was also on a killing spree. We don't we know. Don't know. We don't have wow. all the information. We don't have all the information. We can't. We can't judge. Wow. The, look, the media isn't releasing his name for a reason. You know? <laughs> I don't want to give this guy time of day. That's right. But I thought it was interesting that, because I, I thought in the, the timeline of the movie, oh, this seems like it's wrapping up a little bit like too early. I didn't check the time mm. on the movie, but it was just like, I got the feeling like eh, it was a little bit too simple. And then when she absconds with his body in the, the body bag, Hell yeah. takes off in the van, just hauls ass. Um, I was like, okay, so we're going somewhere with this and we can see the bag unzipping and slams on the brakes. His ass comes flying out or whatever. And then she's like, get up, get up, Michael. She's like, uh, she, it has one of those scenes where, you know, like movies around this time, she thinks back internally and it's like a voiceover and she thinks back to that part where Ella Cool J gets in her ear and gives her some advice, but we don't hear it at the, the time of the movie. And then we hear it this time. Right. Like he gets hero. up in her ear and says, Mama said, knock you out. And then she like punches it, <laughs> drives right into his ass. Man, I want to make a fan of it with that now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she knocks him out, you know, really rocks his bells. And uh, he goes uh, doubling over. And mm-hmm. then, goddamn, she just chops his fucking head off. Yes. I was like, holy shit. I didn't expect that. And then music fucking kicks in. Oh, I love it. It's so cathartic. It, it really is. And it's so interesting to me because... Look, you, you get your head cut off. I mean, that's it. So it's interesting that, you know, Michael Myers is definitely dead. Just definitively speaking, mm-hmm. he's dead, not coming back, never come back for any more movies after this. Right. And uh, they did it. So it's crazy that they would bring this back after so many years for 2018. 
and then never talk about it. Movies one. in between it, you know. He's not resurrected in between. That's for sure. No. For damn sure. No. Yeah, he definitely didn't come back. That as movie some doesn't pss- exist. He didn't come back as some form of zombie or two. Um, no. Nope. He just, you know, he just died. Zombie or and two. Fuck. There we go. <laughs> um, before we move on to yeah. uh, a very specific, uh, terrible retcon oh, that Amanda and I detest uh, in a certain movie, uh, I wanted to hit on a, a few other quick points from from things I found out about, about this movie that I think might help you or other viewers be like, oh, I should give this one even more of a chance. Like you said, you'd be willing to watch okay. this one again. Uh, which I think is great. So uh, one was from Kevin Williamson, uh, the writer uh, or like story editor and like polished the script. And he was a big fan of all mm-hmm. these things. Uh, it said that he watched Halloween when he was uh, like 12 years old. Uh, it came out and he watched it like 10 times in the theater. It was his like favorite movie. So all like Scream was like a love letter specifically to Halloween. That's why he plays it during that movie. Um, mm-hmm. And then this one plays Scream 2. Um, he had said that uh, Scream was a love letter to the entire movie, an homage or tribute. And this, Halloween H2O, is a total celebration of the original. I connected Halloween to Scream to Halloween H2O. It's a mirror looking into a mirror. Interesting. So I had just heard this. I told Amanda that I thought that was so cool mm-hmm. to think of it. This is a trilogy of like Halloween Scream in this because this movie mm-hmm. gets meta. It's post Scream, mm-hmm. so you kind of have to be. Uh, and it's by Williamson, so it really leans into that. But like, they're watching Scream 2 in this which is yeah. a sequel to a movie that they watched the original Halloween in. So it's like, what exists in what realm, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of cyclical and weird, and uh, I just really like that. I think that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. They talk about also at the end, she tells them to go down to the Beckers, uh, like Casey Becker, uh, and in that movie they say, go down to the McKenzie's, which is what she says in the original Halloween. So like he, they connect a lot of the cool things. I love the idea of that, that mirroring thing. Um, and then about Jamie Lee Curtis, when they were talking about her, her using the idea, she said that uh, she the only reason she wanted to revisit the character is she wanted to see what she was what Strode was like two decades later, a damaged character still struggling to overcome her fears. This woman was a survivor, but the truth is that there's no surviving an attack like that. She had lost her soul. Uh, this mm-hmm. is how I pitched the movie: regaining the soul by facing your own fear. Give her a chance to escape. Have her decide to stay and fight. When the stocky becomes the stalker, I guarantee you the, the audience will go crazy. And this yeah. leads me to my last point is that you're a big fan and we are big fans of the uh, the David Gordon Green movies, with the exception of Halloween ends overall with the Corey storyline. Mm-hmm. But that finally does have the, the showdown. The Corey line. The, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That has the showdown of, of Laurie with Michael. And I remember being yeah. let down by how it happens. Yeah. It doesn't, mm-hmm. especially it's at the end of a movie that feels kind of a letdown for a whole trilogy. So it's like, it just has a bad vibe. But... I find this fight and the shit that she pulls, like steals a cop's gun, steals an ambulance, steals his fucking body, makes him eject from the seat, drives him down a hill, fucking pins him, chops his head off. I fucking love all of it. It's so cathartic. I think it's badass. And I think the new one is actually super fucking lame in comparison. So Mm -hmm. given everything else with this movie, I think that is a, a much better ending to me, which is why I like this as a trilogy. Yeah, I I agree with that. I I thought the the movie overall was like pretty good, and then it really kicked into overdrive there at the very end of it. So right. I think it has a really solid ending. Uh, and you know, a lot of the the kills in this movie not really that gory or right. anything. So when she does like you know off of his head, I was like, oh goddamn! I didn't yeah. okay. Wow, right. didn't know we were going there. Wow, that was <laughs> yeah. interesting. But yeah, I agree. I uh, I, I like the way that. Uh, I, I guess I like the final outcome for Michael Myers in uh, Halloween ends, mm-hmm. like the the final final outcome. But uh, yeah, like the the whole other 
rest of the movie right. doesn't really earn that for me. But uh, I thought this one was a good I way to go out. I think what I like about this one is that, like, so in the, like, new Halloween trilogy, like, 2018 mm. on it's essentially her she's like isolated herself right she's lost everything like she lost her child like she has no relationship or a very little relationship with her granddaughter or whatever and you see her as like a shell of a person right mm-hmm. which is interesting which is interesting but this is like a different take on it right yeah. like this is a take of somebody who's trying to move on, trying to exist in the world, trying to start over, like obviously had a dysfunctional relationship of some kind with her son's father. She's trying to like do the right thing, be a teacher, like a administrator, principal, whatever, have a son. But she's like, that makes sense for her, right? She's a good student. She'd become a teacher. She would, she totally would, but she is like, so fucked up and so traumatized by it all and i i know that the movie is can be like a little cheesy and like very 90s and whatever but i liked the idea of no matter what she's tried to do she is still just such a broken person and she's like transferring all of this onto her son Mm -hmm. right and and he's just like enough i'm not like like, I'm not your punching bag, I'm not your therapist, I'm not whatever, like, I'm your son. And I thought that was, like, an interesting, at least, mm-hmm. exercise mm-hmm. and, like, what paths she could take from this happening as a teenager and versus, like, the new trilogy where it's, like, she just essentially locked herself up in a house because she didn't, yeah. didn't want to be in the world, she didn't want to traumatize people, she, you know. Right. Didn't want to interact with the possibility of him coming back, all of these things, right? Yeah, and it helped. For me, it was like watching the new ones after these. It was like, oh, this is a cool new take. And then for you, it's like, now it's you're seeing it backwards, right? But you're going back yeah. to this one. I mean, like, it's oh, like this a is mirror a new looking take. into a mirror, Stephen. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Who's I that? just came up with that. Wow. That's, that's you know, amazing. Wow. Sometimes, sometimes you get inspired on the pod, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that's why we love these. And uh, why we love the ending. And then uh, that's why I take it as a personal affront when they start Halloween Resurrection. So Now, before we get into that one, mm-hmm. I do have one final note on uh, H2O. And that is, do you think if a screenwriter is going to go masturbate, he says, I'm going to go polish the script? <laughs> okay, we can move on. Um, Halloween Resurrection, 2002. Um Halloween Resurrection is a movie. Yes. Yes. Even Buster Rhymes couldn't fix it, right? Steven, I got to say. So I had told you off air uh, when we did the Exorcist right. episode that I was all caught up on my homework right, for the right. month. I had watched all me. the movies that we promised we were going to discuss on on these episodes for October. And... Look, I like Buster Rhymes, you know? <laughs> I like him as a rapper. I like a lot of his songs. And the biggest bright spot out of watching Halloween Resurrection for me is I've revisited so many Buster Rhymes songs. Hey. All, his entire catalog, awesome. really. And I've made a new, like, playlist of Buster songs. <laughs> That's the best thing to come out of this. And uh, I think it's important to acknowledge why you guys don't like this movie. Mm-hmm. Because I was going into it. I, like I had heard, the Buster Rhymes is in it, and he does some like 
kung fu like right. stuff with against Michael Myers. I was like, yeah, okay, that's silly, but you know, I'm a silly fella. Right. You know? You'll give it a chance. How could this go wrong? I'll tell you how it could go wrong. <laughs> so many ways. <laughs> so many ways. Um, but before we get into the details of this, mm. uh, do you happen to have like the cast and crew of this movie? Because it, it looks like uh, it, it has the same like general aesthetic of H2O, mm-hmm. in that it's like a movie from the late 90s, early 2000s. But there was just, it was, hey. <laughs> Sean Patrick yeah, Thomas is in that movie? Yeah, Tom, Thomas Ian Nicholas is in that movie from American Pie. It's like they took the film after, like, it was fully shot, edited. They, like, printed it. They did one print. Then they poured <laughs> Pepsi Blue on it. And they're like, here's your fucking movie. That actually makes I a guess. lot of sense for this. Uh, yeah, as I said, it was Rick Rosenthal who did uh, Halloween 2. So, yeah, mm-hmm. what a what a change for the look and style and uh, just greatness of a movie, right? Uh, whatever mm-hmm. you have. Sorry, but Larry Brand and Sean Hood writing a movie instead of John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. So uh, maybe maybe that was a big part of their success. But yeah, this movie looks bad. The acting is bad. The dialogue's bad. The story, like the whole like we're going to Michael Myers' house. It feels very 2000s, right? Early 2000s reality TV. Okay, I was going to say, I have like wiped this from my memory. Is right. this the one where they're like... They're supposed to camp out in the house, right, for like 24 hours or something, or on Halloween night. And they all mm-hmm. have video cameras yes. or something, and they're like... And they're like cameras everywhere. They're like live streaming it, early internet. Tyra Banks yeah. is a part of Buster Rhymes' team, I think, right? And uh, and then, so the other people like are a part of the, the, like, the contestants for this But they're this at game. his like childhood home? Yeah. Okay. And then he comes uh, I'm sorry. Do you have the, uh, the writers of this movie again? Yeah. Larry what Brandon, say- Sean Hood. Oh, see, this is the problem. Mm. We're all worried about if Sean Hood, and nobody thought, should Sean should? <laughs> I don't know. And he shouldn't. Man, he if shouldn't. You, yeah, if you put just S. Hood, should. Mm-hmm. And he thought, yeah. I should. He thought he, he thought he should for everything. He's very egotistical, I think. Shouldn't, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he started as a set dresser and prop assistant to James Cameron, David Fincher, and David Lynch. That's sure, where he write should a have movie stayed. for us. Yeah, yeah. That's where mm-hmm. he should have stayed. Go redhead. Yeah. Um, so I, like, with both of these movies, both uh, Resurrection and H two O, I will say that I miss the Jack O' Lantern intros. I'm right. so glad they brought those back for like all three David Gordon Green movies. I love the intros to mm-hmm. all of those. Oh, they're you know, all uh, fantastic. I, yeah, I really like how it has a uh, again like same song, different verse for right. each of those. I really miss that with these. And yeah. um, I wonder sometimes yeah, I what just, the H2O one could have been. I've heard that before. From what people. are the opening in H2O? It just opens on the woman like stabbing a pumpkin and it's at the nurse's like neighborhood. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. It, it starts with, like the vibe, right? And everything. Yeah. But it and you hear the song. And, and I everything. think if I remember correctly, I don't think it's in all the other sequels as well. Because I think four people really like the way it starts is like very Halloween-y, but it's like just like. Iowa cornfield looking kind of stuff and like scarecrows, you know, so. Do you think that's what Michael Myers calls his dick is Halloweeny? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Halloweeny, get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you bashful, little fella? Just taps that's where all mic. his anger comes from. <laughs> um, Steven, you're a filmmaker now, right? Oh, so thanks. I feel like we could make one for Halloween H2O and that. you just edit it in there. We just take a uh, jack-o'-lantern, throw it in a kiddie pool. 
Okay. Done. Done. Splash. Get it? Water. <laughs> H2O. Yeah. Huh? Okay. It would be funny because they have the fire ones, at least one of them in the new movies, the new trilogy. Yeah. There's like one, like a bunch of them are on fire. So it would be funny mm. if it's just like that same thing, but you just splash water in each of them. So they, <laughs> they go out and it's like <laughs> Halloween H2O. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so you've seen it now. The movie itself, Resurrection, is just cheesy and bad, and I don't like the story and whatever. It just it feels like a, a TV movie for me. That that's the one where it like really like was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's it really made me mad. Uh, I can still feel how mad I was when I first saw it. That it it retcons the ending, and what it changes is that yes. it says a paramedic came to check on Michael when he'd mm-hmm. fallen. Michael mm-hmm. puts his mask on him for some reason to like escape. And then she, and that's why he can't talk. Like he gets, he he doesn't he talk to her. He knocks him out or something. Something like right? that. Yeah, I don't remember all the there, details. I guess there's a part at the end of H2O in that movie proper where once Michael is pinned to the tree by the van, he's like reaching for the back of his head. Yes. And he like kind of like like quickly like pats at it or whatever. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. And then like after I saw the movie, it's like, oh, he was like directing the audience. Hey, look where my head's attached. You know, it won't be for (laughs) long. But then now watching it through the lens of resurrection, uh, it's it's it it does seem like, oh, I'm a medic and this serial killer put this mask on me. I'm the wrong person. Trying to take it off. That's me like trying to trying to be nice about it. You know, right. It's and it it makes me mad that it's like it takes away the power it's trying to take away the power of the well, I of think what ja- of what Jamie Lee Curtis went through yeah. to finish that movie um yeah. when I was reading about this though too they had said that Jamie Lee Curtis wouldn't do H2O if they hinted that Michael White still be alive she she needed mm. it to be a definitive ending but they mm. were contractually obligated to make sure that he wasn't completely dead that they could always come back and they could always retcon whatever. So they actually filmed that opening scene the day after they filmed the chopping off head scene. And they filmed it at H2O. I read about this. That's yeah. really frustrating. And she was mad about it. And that's like she's spoken about it since then or whatever. But I think it's such a shitty way. Like she ends up in a mental institution in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. because she killed this like random guy. And then Michael just fucking kills her in the very beginning of the movie. And it just feels like it feels like they're it's trying to do a cheap. Drew Barrymore, but it feels cheap. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's such a shitty way to send her off. And it, I felt so glorious at the end of H2O. And then mm-hmm. they were just like, oh, really? I'm going to punch you in the taint. Like she's no. the entire reason. <laughs> she's that, the whole reason. That the, right. the franchise exists. And then they're mm-hmm. just like, mm, no, that's not convenient for us. And we need to tell a story. So let's so, just kill her. Just shitty. Yeah. You know, at the end of Halloween ends, that's a very definitive end. Like, it's like something right. supernatural would definitely have to come into play for Michael to come back after that. So I'm wondering if that was part of it. She's like, I will come back. Right. She, I'll do three fucking right. movies. <laughs> I'm just going to say two words at you that need to be the finale. Wood chipper. Right. And that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Car crusher, you know, something like that. We're, we're, it needs to happen. Right. So get, yeah. get rid of it for good. She's and I like, we're not yeah. doing this again. Right. Like, I think that is her goal. Yeah. Uh, and I love to see her like she's like short haired, uh, functioning alcoholic teacher in this one. And then that one, she like kept her long hair and it's like gone gray. And she's like a grandma mm-hmm. and like, a you know, in the woods and stuff like uh, it's it's different takes on Lori, which is what yeah. I like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael mm-hmm. essentially hasn't changed in any of these versions. It's just like, are they siblings or not? 
Um, and then it's like, but it's all about her. And I love to see her journey. So I'm glad that mm-hmm. she came back for the new ones as well after the, you know, after this and this definitive ending could have been either way. So. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is uh, she kind of reminds me of Sigourney Weaver in that way. Like mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver, she was in Alien 1 and 2. And then she, I guess the original plan from the original script was she wasn't really going to be in that one very much, maybe like a cameo or a, a scene. Mm-hmm. And then she was going to come back in the fourth movie and have like a, a main role again. But then, you know, that it just didn't work out right, that right. way. But she was ready to be done with that franchise as well. And there, those are two of the best not even right. final girls two of the the best like characters right in cinema right and uh they were like we just we like that we we're ready to be done <laughs> yeah. yeah much like <laughs> listeners of this episode we're ready to be done at this point you know? epic episode it's going too long it. yeah yeah um so yeah that was one of my notes Lori killed the wrong guy like you said it was the paramedic um and then uh there's a scene where Michael is lowering himself from the ceiling in this arm. He does it in H2O as well. And it's just mm. like one arm. It's like, God damn, this motherfucker's jacked. Yeah. That must be his like fucking jacking arm, you know? <laughs> Clearly. That's the one. If you zoom in on his muscles, they're a bunch of little pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. If you're like a superhuman immortal being, do you have mm. those instincts, those needs? The dick needs? Yeah. I'm going to say yes. As a man, I'm going to say yeah. Probably. Yeah, I mean, it, unfortunately, it just kind of comes with it. <laughs> it comes. Um, that's just part of it, unfortunately. I was just cleaning um, it and out it came. Yeah. Oh, my God. Happens all the time. But there's yogurt on the floor. <laughs> um, there. So there's a part of this movie. Like, I, I knew that Laurie was going to be in this one. I didn't know what this movie was about. Mm. Like, I knew Buster Rhymes and uh, fucking Jamie Lee Curtis were in this movie. I had heard Tyra Banks. I kind of forgot until she shows up in the movie. Right. Why is Tara so Banks the- not in more things? Because she is an elite actress. <laughs> that was. There's so many like hosting shows that she's been on that she's mm. no longer on, and I will ask my wife about it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, she's gone. She's bad. She she's, she's gone because so she's bad. bad. She, yeah. Um, but there's a you know the beginning part of this movie is Lori's in the asylum right. and uh, things really like fell off for her. Josh Hartnett doesn't come into play at all in this one. Uh, we assume he's just like, okay, I guess. Um, but Michael chases her to the top of the building and, uh, eventually she falls to her death. Mm-hmm. And I was like, boo, but she's going to like get up again. Right. right? Like <laughs> we, we know this people just come back from falls, except for the guy that slipped in that menstruation blood, um, in <laughs> Halloween two. No, it's all again. Um, that's yeah. It's just like his last word was like, Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I was surprised that she was dead. I thought for real, like right. she could come back or something. No, she no, doesn't. She's she dead. just, she's dead That's at so that point. Yeah. She falls into the darkness and you hear kind of a thud. And uh, I was like, Oh, this is why the Fishers hate this movie. One of many reasons, but right. that certainly doesn't one. help. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. When I, I told you I rewatched it within the last like year or two. That's why I wasn't going to for the show. Cause I, I, I'd gotten my, my hate fix again realizing yeah. really why i didn't like it i tried it again but i couldn't make it i made it past that point i made it probably 10 minutes into the like the real story with buster rhymes and like the house and stuff and i was like oh yeah this is why i hate this movie but like getting past even that beginning is fucking terrible to me it just uh it really ruins it yeah yeah i'm like so trying long. to play back any memory of it and i just get like 
certain glimpses of them in the house with like the recording yeah. and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, it's just there's nothing redeemable about it <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's yeah, there's really this is very much a skippable movie, but I didn't. So we're going to talk about it. Uh, There's a point where Michael, he passes the torch of a clown mask to a sanitarium patient. And at first I was like, oh, is this like where Corey gets his mask from Mm -hmm. Halloween ends? And then I looked it up. I was like, no, no, that was a scarecrow mask. Okay. Was it so his original that movie mask? for no reason? The, like the, uh, the child? Oh, Michael like White when mask? he was a like a kid. Yeah, was it that mask? Was he a clown? Oh. Yeah, he was a clown. Yeah, oh, I don't. It, yeah, but it's a very. Specific I didn't think one. to. I didn't think to look into that one. They're trying to be smart, but it's a dumb that. movie. So yeah, you're trying to look into it. Yeah, where there's not probably. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. well, just throw it in. People will get it. No, they didn't. I didn't. I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't want it. I didn't ask for it. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, wasn't into it. You haven't any luck on your your end. I'm Steven? still trying to find. Yeah, that that clown mask specifically for uh, Halloween Resurrection, I think, is a little little tough. But um, yeah, uh, I would be curious if that's at least what they're hinting at. That also plays a, mm-hmm. a part with uh, the Jamie Lloyd stuff, which is his niece. That is fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? I can't look at it. Uh, well, there's a lot of them, but um, a lot of clowns just showed up on our screen, basically. Oh. Yeah, I so think that's kind of like what it um, looks like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this looks like different from his... Yeah, this is different from the kid mask. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, probably just a reference to that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Katie Sackhoff is in this movie, and I like her as an actress. I've seen her in, like, a couple of things here and there over the years. But I was just, like, not... I just... It's really hard to find anything right. redeeming about anything this movie, positive. you know? Oh, talk yeah. about the mask yeah. in this one. Man, that looks terrible. Yeah, they, they, they used to go from bad to worse. Yeah. I watched this movie on Peacock, and that's where I watched H2O as well. I mm-hmm. think Halloween 2 and H2O, if I remember correctly. And as I was watching it, oh, yeah, yeah the, mask. The, that, the mask from, <laughs> is that from Resurrection? It's from Resurrection, yeah. You can really see his eyes, and Michael looks like, hmm. Basically, he looks that's like the he had plastic setting. surgery. He does. He's like, hey, guys, that's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Botox is the way of life, honestly. I'll be honest. Um, so I was watching this on Peacock, and I you know, watched the other Halloween movies on there. It, was, it just played like a normal movie. But when I, was, when I was watching Resurrection, it had these weird fades. Like it was hmm. going to commercial break. Oh, It was yeah. strange. Weird. But it would do that like in between scene. But sometimes it would happen in the middle Peacock, of though? a scene. It was, huh. yeah. So there's a, a final showdown between uh, Buster Rhymes and uh, right. Michael Myers toward the end of the movie. And like in the middle of the fight, it does it. I'm like, what? It's so weird. It was like, that's like a TV movie, that, but it wasn't. It yeah. was like a real movie. That's funny. Did it go out to like, theaters? It did. Or yeah, did it, it like go a, straight to DVD? No, I think it was like a real thing. It, I mean, that, my literal next note is that so much of this movie looks like a made-for-TV movie. Right. So, yeah, I think uh, we're all on the, the same page there. Yeah. Um, Buster Rhymes plays Freddy, and uh, I read that he and Tyra Banks were cast as the uh, leads in order to appeal more to a black audience, mm. uh, which is interesting because by the time I got into the horror genre, it, it seemed fairly diverse and is getting more and more diverse all the time. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess like at this time in the Scream franchise, there weren't like a lot of black actors yeah. or any like black leads or whatever. So, you know, I'll give them that if that's the case. I would be that's so offended if I was black and then I went to see this movie and I'm like, this is what you're giving me? 
Like, yeah. I mean, they got LL Cool J first, and then they went to Buster Rhymes. Like, he was like the token black actor they put at H2O because there's not anybody else in those movies. And then Scream didn't get it. I guess, yeah, at Halloween 2. I mean, at Scream 2 in 1997, they, they have like a black roommate. Yeah, but and, I'm just like, Resurrection is right. such a poor movie. Yeah. I'd be like, you must hate me. You must hate me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking up some of the box office, though, because it is interesting that how, the original Halloween was made for $325,000 and it made $70 million because it was like an wow. independent movie. The second movie was $2.5 million, So we talked about that. It made $25 million. So a big drop, but it's still like mm-hmm. return on investment. Very, Decent. very big. Yeah. And this is a worldwide. Uh, Halloween H2O was made for $17 million and it made seventy five. million. Until 2018, uh, adjusted for inflation, I think, it was the top-grossing Halloween movie. Wow. Uh, okay. not, no, because it was close. It was 70, 70 million for Halloween, so I don't know. Uh, Halloween, uh, the Rob Zombie one made 80, but then the Halloween 2018 made $259 million. Jesus and Christ. And it was wow. made for only tw- $10 million. So I mean, that not even first trailer, the trailer for 2018 was fucking great right they really like it got me hyped for it yeah i want to know what jamie lee curtis made overall for all of like for the whole franchise because for 2018 to be 10 million dollars i would have thought five million of that at least would have been her i yeah i don't know i wonder for bringing her back especially um they might have spread that out over the other ones because the the second movie halloween kills was made for 20 million dollars so they Maybe they were like, you'll get more throughout the sequels or whatever. I, if I remember right, too, I remember reading a story about her getting basically an entire paycheck for her cameo, essentially, in Resurrection. And there's something about it, too. I think she, like, donated it because she was like, I want this fucking character to be dead because you guys won't let this all die. Yeah. I, you're going to pay me a shit ton of money because, you mm-hmm. know, you owe me. And then I think she is, like, she's such a cool actress. She just, like, kind of get rid of it. But, um, yeah, she... Uh, she deserved it for sure. What you got? I don't know if this is real, but it said that she made $8,000 for Halloween. She might have. Damn. First movie, and it was only made for 325 the mm-hmm. whole thing. So, yeah. But, Back uh, then, though, that was $18 million. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what a time to be alive, you know? <laughs> um, one of the things that I didn't like about this movie in particular is that they were working reality TV into it. Uh, Stephen, like you said, this is early internet, and people started streaming these uh, these. It was a live stream of uh, people going into the Michael Myers house. Right. The house was set up with all these cameras and uh, all of the, the contestants on it were wearing cameras mounted to their heads. And as they're going through the house, some of these like walls are giving way for no reason. I'm like, what's going on here? Then you find out that uh, Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks, mm-hmm. who are a couple, they've kind of rigged the house to fall apart and and you know, put the, the contestants in danger, but I guess maybe not too much of it. Um, at a certain point, uh, Buster Rhymes is walking through the house as Michael Myers. And this is like the only thing I remember seeing before. So I had to have seen a trailer mm. at one point, right. but there's a shot of, it was like on a, a, a closed circuit television where you see one Michael Myers following another one, oh. uh, just kind of like around <laughs> yeah, yeah. a corner or whatever. I was like, oh yeah, that kind of looks familiar. And I was like, oh, there are like two Michael Myerses mm-hmm. in, in this movie. And I was like, is it? Is it Michael's Meyer, like mm-hmm. attorneys general? Is that like the best way to What sounds the best? That? You know, I think you can go with that. Michael yeah. Myers is this? I th- yeah, Probably maybe that that's one. the best one. With a yeah. Z? <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 20 uh, yeah, 2002, of course. Yeah. I mean, you can you mm-hmm. can really go there. 
Yeah. This is like, that's like around the same time of Fast and Furious, right? So like you got to get putting yourself in that headspace where people are stealing uh, DVD VCR combo TVs. So of course. Right? Yeah. I mean, the fact that we didn't have a Nas tank strapped to Michael Myers in this movie I is mean, kind of a miracle in and of itself. You <laughs> and know, roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> when you're going to go there, they got close. go there. They could have done it. They could have done because they had the hockey skate in the previous movie. They could have had a roller blade. The race between him and Buster Rhymes on roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> the the show like in that scene, uh, Buster Rhymes sees Michael Myers behind him. He thinks it's like some crew member that's also wearing the costume, mm-hmm. and he like shoes Michael Myers away, and then Michael just does it. He like turns around, he's like okay. Well, they don't want me. Like here. nobody's ever tried it before. Right, it's right. like. You just tell him to go away. He's, oh, well, okay. I have to do it. No one knows this about me and my curse and all my runes. <laughs> I just have to go away. It's like a leprechaun. You throw a Nobody shoe at him and he's it. just going to be like, busy. Oh, yeah. That was easy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just go on now and get. And he'll <laughs> throw a broom at him or yeah. whatever. Shoe him with a broom. Uh, the lead actress who plays Sarah, uh, evidently her screams were dubbed in post-production mm. because she couldn't... Uh, she was unable to scream on set. I don't not know if it's like queen. because of a condition or not a scream mm-hmm. queen. Um, I feel like that would be a prerequisite for getting cast in a horror movie. No one thought to ask. <laughs> yep. They just like, oh, she could do it. It's like how actors will just say, oh, yeah, I can ride a horse backwards. Of course I can. Right. They show up on set and like, look, I I can't do this. I've never even I've never a seen horse. a horse before. I, right. thought, I thought we were talking about seahorses. I was like, yeah, I guess strap them shits to my foot. Like, roller <laughs> they blades, pull a seahorse out and they're like, oh, no, I can't do that either. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, well, you call my bluff there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are there freshwater seahorses? Oh, they're not? Okay. Yeah. I just, I can't do anything with that. Um, let's see here. Uh, so there was a, uh, a head crushing that Michael gives to a music studies guy in this movie. And it's so disappointing because, again, I'm used to seeing like the more like modern halloween movies mm-hmm. where like the violence is explicit and like you see it where this is like some guy is standing on a ladder the actor i don't know if it's dick warlock or not mm-hmm. if he's got his hands like he's just like touching the guy's face and there's like some blood but it's it's you know like cherry syrup or whatever but it's just he just stands there there's no like actual like crushing to be done it's, it's just lame yeah like everything about this movie is is lame basically and that's, yeah. uh that's that's what's uh, that's what's interesting you, about this one. You know, I tried to warn you. Yeah, but yet you did it to yourself. It's a stunt watch, like and, I, you, and you stunted yourself. I did. Stunted my growth. Stunted myself. You should and, have asked uh, Dick Warlock to watch it for you. He's a good stunt double, I hear. He's oh with Kurt God. Russell. Oh my God! He would have taken. I was the team. glass eye that Captain Ron chases. <laughs> oh, that was you. I've seen that. I've seen your work. You do good stuff. Um. Let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You have surprise that the movie isn't bloodier than it was. Um, there's a, a scene where somebody takes out a chainsaw. They attack Michael with it. And it like it touches his chest. Doesn't even tear his coveralls. First of, of all, I'm like, oh, so they didn't. OK, I see what happened. Like the, the character in the movie didn't check to make sure there's a chain on it. No, there's a chain on there because he uses it to like cut something later. It's like, oh. So it oh they're just bad at making this movie. Okay, he's cool. got a force cool. field around his overalls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like Superman's uh, uh, tunic or whatever. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, and then you know there's Buster Rhymes roundhouse kick. So uh, you know that's, that's the highlight there. I think of the movie. Yeah. The roundhouse yeah. kick. 
Uh-huh. It's the only thing I remember of Buster Rhymes really in it, and I didn't, I couldn't even make it to that scene when I tried to watch. He did it last a roundhouse year. kick. That's how he he like kicks Michael in the face. Hoo ha! He got them all in check, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's a bad movie, and it should feel bad for being bad. I they say that nobody sets out to make a bad movie, but this is one of those that I'm like, do you want to take back that statement? You want to take back that statement? <laughs> like at no, like no point in the like writing process, the producing the like funding the whatever nobody was like guys it's not good they're like people went to the last one they'll come to this one which they didn't because it dropped like half of its box office from Mm -hmm. h2o so yeah it was four years later so people were kind of over it i think they were on on the newer and bigger things like dvd vcr combos that's right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the worm has turned exactly Mm -hmm. yeah um i've got summations for these movies Um, so Halloween two impressed me more than I expected it to, um, it had a consistent tone with the first film, despite the less engaging score from me, mm-hmm. you know, sure. maybe upon subsequent rewatches, I'll feel differently. But as of now, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, and I thought it had good pacing, uh, for the necessary tension, uh, that I want in a Halloween film. So I appreciated that. And, uh, even though I'm not wild about the sister brother connection, it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I would definitely revisit. I think the streaks down the mask look pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah, you know, the, the blood tears, like, yeah, it's fucking, that's fucking rad. Fucking uh, somebody name a band blood tears. Yeah. Blood tears. But blood it's all, tears. it's all like, uh, old school pop rock. I was going to say it's like a K-pop band. Oh man. Oh. Even better. Blood mm-hmm. tears. They're all dressed like teddy bears and shit. Oh yeah. This is like pretty cool. Pretty cool. Thing. Um, and then H2O was certainly different than what I'm used to. <clears throat> right. Uh, from a Halloween movie, but compared to the Scream movies that came out around this time, um, I got what they were going for. I also like the various supporting characters, and holy shit, the final scene was wild. Excellent. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Resurrection. Um, it was also, this was also technically a Halloween movie. Um, <laughs> I, love uh, that you, I love that you say that, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just didn't care for the reality TV plot of it. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Lori just pieces out at the beginning. I didn't really care about most of the characters. Uh, I thought Michael looked kind of dumb, right? You know, both mm-hmm. of them, and um, was like generally uninteresting to watch. And uh, uh, you know, that said, uh, it, even though I didn't care for like the the protagonist of the movie, it was hard to root for Michael killing them because because I just didn't like all of. Them. I wasn't on anyone's team, right. In this movie, yeah. you know, even Michael's, and that's. Part of the problem, yeah. I don't even refer to him. Um, I'm just like, this is boring. You should, like, leave. Go on a vacation. Yeah. Go to a lake. Meet your buddy Michael or meet your buddy Jason. Your soulmate. You know? Your soulmate. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God. They Those understand guys. each other in a way mm-hmm. that nobody else can. They would have a, they would start their own podcast, like Stephen and I, but it would just be <laughs> silent and it would have so many more listeners. ASMR is just breathing <sighs> back and forth. I, <laughs> I do wish that they would enter into a thruple. And they, oh. Freddy could come. Right. And Freddy could do the talking for all of them. Yeah, maybe that's what they're looking for. I don't know. Like, Freddy has beef with Jason and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they could make that work. I think um, Michael could help, though. He could be the bridge. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. They, they could form their own wobbly H for Halloween. Oh, my gosh. There you go. <laughs> Plus a new um, fantasy so seen- for me to, to masturbate to. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So I've seen Halloween 3, season, uh, season of the Witch. Yeah. Um, 
which you know I, I would like to do for one of our October yeah. shows, like maybe in the future or whatever. Um, and despite not liking Resurrection, you know that didn't deter me from wanting to finish watching all of the other Halloween movies. So I still have four through six to watch, right. and then I guess the the two Rob Zombie movies. Oh God! I, I've heard that like Rob Zombie fans love them. Hmm. Well, it's a specific. That's fan probably set. not me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. That's, it I seems tried. like a very specific taste. I didn't know he made two. Uh, the first one is basically oh. a remake of Halloween, and then the second one is like his own take on Halloween. And it starts yeah. right after it ends, like the other one ends, mm. and he was like, now I'm going to do whatever. So I'm interested in that, but the first one is so bad that I haven't made it past mm. like 30 minutes. No. Ever. Oh, wild. Yeah. So uh, whenever we had Ross on to discuss the Friday the 13th mm-hmm. movies, he had mentioned, like, toward the end of that recording, that he had seen all of the Halloween movies. Mm. And to give you a little bit of backstory on this, on the Nudist Colony, I've been trying to hype him up to watch the David Gordon Green movies because that's like been part of the cultural conversation. Yeah, he hasn't I seen like, them. I, well, so on that episode, mm-hmm. he says, "Oh, I've seen every Halloween movie," and I was like, "Wow, this is weird." I figured you would let me know so we could talk about it mm-hmm. because. I've been pestering you to watch these movies (laughs) for quite some time. Smash cut to us recording the bumper for the end of the nudist colony version of that episode. Uh And I was, and I was starting to go into like, not uh, spoiler detail with it, but I was just like, yeah, people don't really, you know, like Halloween ends or whatever, but I want to know what you think. And he said, oh, I haven't seen those three. I was like, so (laughs) you've seen seen every (laughs) Halloween movie, except the ones that have been like, People have been talking right. about, uh, you know, it's very polarizing in the, uh, the the pop culture community. The newest, so, the most polarizing, yeah. the yeah, some of the best of this of the whole uh-huh. series. Like, that's interesting. I, I would very uh, like to hear his thoughts on that though, because uh, mm-hmm. I, I and other ones too, because I'm not a big fan of the four through six ones, but uh, it has Paul Rudd in one of them uh, as yeah, Tommy six. grown up. So that's interesting. Say more. <laughs> and it's young Paul Rudd. It's like right before you filmed Clueless, I think. Just so. earlier today, I was listening to an episode of With Gorley and Rust. Yeah. It's on, a, I think it was their Patreon feed, but they had a commentary track where they watch two versions of Halloween 6 oh, side by side. The it's the, the regular, like theatrical, and then the producer. Yeah, yeah. And they're like watching, talking about them as they're playing and everything. And I guess one ends quite a bit before mm-hmm. the other. I guess the producer's cut is longer. But I guess it's also more gory and everything. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to watch both of those and see I hear what the better. differences are. Yeah. And it's a third. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it stars Jamie Lloyd, uh, who is supposed to be like uh, Michael's niece. It is supposed to be Laurie Strode had a daughter. She gets raised by other people like Laurie Strode was raised by other people. And he is after the family line. But Laurie dies kind of like off screen in a car crash, I believe, which is why in H2O mm-hmm. they say... She faked her death in a car crash, and she's been living as, uh, whatever, Tate. Yeah. Miss Tate, whatever, since then. But, um, yeah, so it's, like, it's interesting. Uh, it's a, a, a third storyline of familyness and her having a, a daughter. Um, but I'm not a fan of them at all. Some people really like them. Uh, four, I think it is the one that it, I've grown to like it more. The, vi- the Halloween vibe is good, the fall vibe. And I think it's that one. It has a really cool ending uh, that also kind of plays into like the Corey aspect of things. So, mm. um, <laughs> but it's like why it's again like you have to know all of those sequels to know what they were doing in the new trilogy. There's yeah. so many references there that if you don't know all the rest of the movies, you don't get everything. So, 
that's why yeah. I like them is like they enhance those movies for me more than anything. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd be intrigued for you to watch those as well, and and for us to talk mm-hmm. about Halloween three, which is a complete departure. But it's, I've grown to really like it, and uh, Amanda fucking hates it. But um, I should have known on <laughs> Halloween ends when the blue text oh, yeah. came up. I should have known. Mm-hmm. Should have been an omen. Yeah. It starts yeah. right from the right from the get go, but it was jarring for me because I was like so used to the orange and like the the font choices, and even though they like vary up the font choice a little bit from uh, eighteen into kills into ends, mm-hmm. I was like, why is it blue now? Is this like a thin blue line thing? Mm, is it gonna make me side with the cops? <laughs> <laughs> Over <Wild>. Michael? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, um. I, they, they both. Both wear blue uniforms. <laughs> right, right. That's what I'm trying to say. Do yeah. you, uh, anyway. either of you, I know you went through your little little ends there, but do you have any uh, mm-hmm. final thoughts, Amanda, hmm. about these this trilogy? You know, I wish I did, but... I'm a little tired right now, I get you. I'm a little tired, but also, you know, it was interesting to hear, like, Brent's perspective on one that I really like. And then one that I would like to wipe from my memory. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> That's why you get to choose your own storyline in these. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. great. I, you know, I think that if I had watched H2O now, having never seen it, I probably would have a similar reaction to you that's like, oh, it, it's a departure. Especially after 18's. Yeah. Version. Well, yes, because we saw H2O before, like before any of the new ones existed, right? Yeah. And if you lop off ends, like the, what is it, Halloween and Halloween Kills, Mm -hmm. are phenomenal. Like, Mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. Um, I I actually, that's what I wanted to watch after this, is start going into those, because, like, now I'm just in the Halloween mood. And, like, they're they're spectacularly better than H2O, right? Like, but I have, like, nostalgia for H2O. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that fits for us really well. I yeah, same for me. Is that uh, obviously like them as a trilogy? I like. Um, I think as a as, if you just said the trilogy of Halloween, that's my preferred one is Halloween, Halloween two, H two O, because ends mm-hmm. is such a departure and it's yeah. so weird that I'm like, oh, that doesn't really work. And Halloween seventy eight to eighteen to kills is not a very good trilogy. No. Because it doesn't really end with anything. Uh, it's too much of a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I've talked about like fan edit versions that are trying to fix that sometimes. Like that might be an avenue for me at least. But uh, just as like a straight, if you're going to watch one trilogy, this is, this would be my choice for, for I me. still think overall the original wins. Like oh, yeah. there's no beating the original. It's just right, yeah. so well done. I kind of with Carpenter that that was like such a great one and done thing. You don't need more. But at the same time, I'm such a big fan of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode and all these movies that I'm glad they all exist in different versions and stuff. So the idea mm-hmm. that he wanted it to be one and done and it is like one of the biggest horror movie franchises is <laughs> yeah. is interesting. I had no idea that he just wanted it to be one movie. He almost directed H2O, by the way. They approached him before they got the other dude. And uh, he said that he wanted like ten million dollars. And it was for, <laughs> for back pay from not getting paid oh. very much money. I think he also made like $10,000 or something to direct yeah. Halloween. And he was mad about it from all those years. He's like, I created this entire right. thing. And yeah. they balked at it. So he's like, all right, fuck you. But I'm like, man, that would have been really interesting to see him revisit this. Yeah. But the, mm-hmm. another version of Halloween we'll never get to see. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I had one final thought, if that's cool, that I, I quote sure. that I had seen from Jamie Lee Curtis that I think uh, 
she just seems amazing. And uh, I think this sums up why we kind of like her and Laurie Strode in this. So uh, whenever she was going back for H2O, people had talked to her about her return to horror, which she said she was proud of. And they had seen her in other uh, comedies, and she's such a good comedian as well, like A Fish Called Wanda, True Lies, Trading Places. Uh, quote, she says, as Williamson points out in his Scream screenplay, it was the world of horror that I played a high school student of high intellect who fought back against adversity. But in legitimate movies, quote, I was I exposed my body in trading places. I was a prostitute and six seconds of toplessness has followed me for 17 years. And true lies. I end up dancing around at a G string and horror movies. I play intelligent, thoughtful, brave women. It's such an mm. irony that someone would consider that a step back for me. Oh my yeah. god, Boom. I love her. Fucking solid. Isn't that yeah. awesome? Great. She is amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love, love this version of her. That's why I think I like it too, is this is like the triumph of mm-hmm. Laurie Strode. Um, yeah. So I, I really dig that. But uh, I had a blast talking about these with you, man. And and uh, we we're going to try to come back next week because we had still had so many other projects that we had watched, other things for Halloween. We're going to mm-hmm. do a, a Halloween hor- uh, a horror what is that? Horror hodgepodge? Hodgepodge. Um, yeah. But uh, it was such a fun month. We packed a shit ton in. So much that we're going a whole nother week, apparently. But, uh, <laughs> man, it was a blast. I'm so glad we got to do uh, so many movies in this and end it with these. Yes. Um, real quick before I forget, uh, because I ended all the other movies with some kind of dick joke. I feel like uh, Halloween Resurrection, if they made a porn parody of it, it would just be Halloween or Halloween Erection. <laughs> That's it. That's That was that was the joke. Yeah. Yep. Halloween Erection. Would it still start? <laughs> Wait. Still starring Buster Rhymes, please. Buster Rhymes, and then like Tyra Banks is pretty good in that one. Okay, but you yeah, got to give okay. her her flowers, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So uh, I, I would just say that uh, you know our recording schedule has been a, a little bit wonky this week. Uh, I'm sorry, right. this month. So we haven't had a ton of guests on, but uh, thank you to all the guests who have come on and. Uh, Steven, it's incredible. I feel like that was one <laughs> last slight at me. Why? He, no, he you're, thanked you for coming on. Yeah, you're on right now. Yeah. Come on now. Okay. I would not <laughs> do anything like that. But uh, Steven, uh, it's incredible. And like an LTAS first, um, you know, the real villain of October for mm. this podcast has been sleep itself you know um it's really oh, right. uh, eating at most of our our guests that we've had on even though they've been you know very few and far between that's mm-hmm. you know it's, it's been a struggle it's been a sleepy month so yeah absolutely mm-hmm. so and uh it's funny because we didn't even revisit any of the nightmare on elm streets so I, uh, yeah that is strange like thematically yeah, i feel like we hit halloween you know on it. halloween mm-hmm. i feel like we hit friday the 13th on friday the 13th but right yeah like i don't know is you know what we should move into the elm street house together and i don't know like outfit it with cameras and stuff that's a good idea live stream yeah that's cool we can get buster rhymes yeah i'll hook up a t1 connection there (laughs) yeah it'll be great (laughs) well that's good Uh man (laughs) maybe you could get ll oh oh yeah the ladies love him Man, I hope so. Just licking his lips the whole time. That, again, Ooh, that was another yeah. thing I liked about both of the, the rappers <laughs> in these movies is that they are kind of like playing more vulnerable characters than you would expect. You know, mm-hmm. like LL Cool J is like trying to write some like poetry and his wife's giving him shit about it or whatever. It's like, oh, come on, yeah. man. Like, that's not like some hard ass like rapper shit. That's just like, I'm trying to be a thespian, you know, I'm just, yo, do my thing. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the romance writing from LL, and mm-hmm. I think you can make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was a blast. Uh, come back next week for our horror hodgepodge episode, 
If you want to contact us, all the info is in the show notes. You can rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is always appreciated. And thank you for coming along on this huge month of uh, all these kinds of movies and uh, this extra long epic episode that that fits the epicness of Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. So Absolutely. That was an incredible it's a one. Damn blast. And uh, yeah, Amanda, thank you for coming on for real this time. There's no no joke. Just uh, I appreciate your time. See, like I, I he's can't even say. He's flipping me off <laughs> as he said no, that. He's not. No, <laughs> you lie. No, no. See, this is the problem with me: is I can't say anything sincerely. People are like, you can't. You're up I'm to like, something. You're, I'm like, you're just being a fucking prick. <laughs> oh, this is the curse of me, you know. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, it was a blast though, and uh, I look forward to next week, and I, I look forward to uh, having a, a great night with my wife here, where we will definitely not fight about anything from this episode so <laughs> uh, until next time I'm Steven I'm Brent I'm Amanda and let's talk let's later, talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda the demon came out oh boy okay. she's Ooh, got a good night she got pizuzu'd oh Steven watch your leg about to get a snake bite <laughs>
Mm. No, I'm not going to do that, but... Okay. Pop Rocks and Pepsi, is that what they say the urban legend is? Mm. That's right. That's your, next, that's your next assignment, Brent. Urban Ooh, legend. urban legend. Pop Rocks and, and Pepsi, Soda. what is this? Yeah, um... Well, it's it's featured in the movie Urban Legend. Clearly, uh, it's how you die. Yeah, there's a there's a urban legend of uh, Mikey likes it. The kid from the commercial mm-hmm. uh, with like he'll eat anything, and yeah. they give him the cereal or whatever. Yeah, and and then he likes it. There's a, a urban legend that he that actor that kid died because he'll eat anything, and he ate pop rocks with soda, and it made his stomach explode. Oh, okay. Clearly, because right. chemistry works that way. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, I wouldn't know. I almost failed chemistry, so. Yeah, well. But uh, it's featured in Urban Legend, and um, God, Mighty Ducks. Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> we're, we're, we're... <laughs> so if it's not the, picks, right? If it's not yeah. the, like a technical issue, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a guest one. And I think that's mm-hmm. what we're finding out this October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you mad that I go, should you still? <laughs> Look, I've, I've worked through it uh, this past week, you know. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. You know. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know that I I was easing us back. I, I was going to edit that together into a one segment. That's what we were doing. And I had written the end of that outtakes uh, two and a half minutes ago. Uh-huh. So I'll just rewrite that. No, no worries. Just, just putting that out there. <laughs> Listen, so we're back. You married an independent lady. I don't know what to tell you. Damn straight, and I love it. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a <laughs> instead of her, I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. Let's go. <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Record. Oh, spooky. Spooky. <laughs> Sorry. Spooky. Uh, <laughs> spooky. Uh, when Aurora put on the scream mask like earlier this summer she -hmm. kept walking down the hallway and she'd just go spooky (laughs) (laughs) and this is your your niece Mm -hmm. right for for the uh, listener's sake so does she know what ghost face is like does she she understand that something is she just thinks it's a ghost oh okay yeah actually today we went we carved pumpkins with them and we uh i i got a ghost face costume this year like a full wow. one. So I brought it. And we got mm-hmm. a, a ghost face costume for our poocher, our doggy. Yes. Uh-huh. And so it has a little mask that came with it for the dog. And then we were like, Amanda yesterday was like, this could totally fit Aurora. So we brought those to show on the dog and today. And it did. And it did fit Aurora. And yeah. she was very excited. So we've got a picture. And I have my little ghost face next to me. She just thinks it's cute, ghosties. She had known about <laughs> ghost face previously because you had a different ghost face mask. Right. I just and wore you, the mask You wore her. it one year trick-or-treating right. with her. It was last year, yeah. And she was, like, pretty little. She's only three, so she was two then. Yeah. And she just, mm-hmm. like, kept pointing at him and laughing. And we were like, right. are you scared of this him? And she was just like, no. Yeah. But then they would go, like, walking in the neighborhoods whenever it was around Halloween, like, when he was her nanny. Right. And they would see all the, like, creepy things. And she was not scared of any of them. Like, spiders, mm-hmm. um, oh, anything. she loves spiders. There's a Michael Myers that hung out. There was yeah, a full-size Michael Myers, like, mannequin on a balcony. And Stephen was like, oh, 
do you want to say hi to Michael? And she's like, hi, Michael. (laughs) Keep it light, you know? Yeah. 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 That's funny. I mean, like, what does she have to be scared about? She thinks that her uncle is ghost face. Probably two to three people under that costume. (laughs) She doesn't fucking know, you know? So, you know, I always have accomplices. How how are you supposed to take care of a toddler without them? (laughs) Exactly. You know, (laughs) you just just keep like switching people out. You got to. She did get a little freaked out by the like, um, the full robe, the robe with the hood, Mm. because she's only ever seen him with. Yeah, she kind of took a step back like, ha 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 ha. Oh, wow. So that was pretty funny. But yeah. she was she was piecing together the spookiness mm-hmm. of it all then. Right. I, yeah. like, I do like that she associates this with you. Like as we're recording, mm-hmm. I, I can see in your room via Skype that you've mm-hmm. got a ghost face card behind you. Right. So it's, it's mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I'm sure you've got like other like ghost face ephemera around there here. Like even if it's yeah. just like a movie or whatever. My ghost face. So, my old ghost face mask is up there. Yeah. It's just kind of hiding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure she's seen that at your house. What I'm trying to get to is that she's going to associate Ghostface with you at a certain point later in life. She's going to watch the Scream movies. She's going to be like, Stephen, <laughs> Uncle Stephen, what did you do? What? what did you do to these poor people? Immediate trauma. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's you know, just as it. an uncle should, I think. Um, just like with my nephew Christian, you know, I got in there early, mm-hmm. got him to watch those horror movies. And um, and now he's, you know, made a, a huge haunt out of it. So, Yeah. The it, Haunted it Alive, dividends. from what I understand. It is. Mm-hmm. On YouTube. Spooky. Spooky. Yeah, we're not showing that to Aurora. <laughs> yeah. She would be really freaked She'd out. She'd be freaked out by that. Yeah, she probably is a scaredy yeah. cat, though. She doesn't watch any of that stuff, so, like, anything scary. She does, like, there's some song Amanda told me about that we listened to, because Brent, we've been listening to that mm-hmm. uh, that group mm-hmm. Lovecraft. That's, like, L-V-C-R-F-T, all caps. Uh, Pop those vowels out, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who needs them? Uh, <laughs> yeah. They have these, like, Halloween songs, and they're amazing, and they have an instrumental version, and they're they're amazing, too. Uh, so mm-hmm. awesome. But Amanda was like, oh, Aurora's in, in love with this one, like, ghost song right now. Do you remember what, what it was called? Well, it's not just a ghost song. There's, like, a whole album oh, that's yeah. for kids, and it's, like, simple songs or something like that, and it's all of these different... Mm-hmm. I guess takes on other songs. I don't know what the five little ghost one is, but there's one that's like something on the bay. And it's like, do you remember that song when we were growing up that was like, um, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. All I can hear is the five little ghosts in my head now. Uh, well, <laughs> this story is pointless. So, is it you know. The sitting on the dock of the bay? Yeah, that's what I thought. That one? Yes, it's the yeah. bay one, but it says yeah. something about like, um, Oh my god! I can't. I can't. Sitting on the back of no, the hay. it's not that. <laughs> like a hayride, yeah. Was there a ghost involved in that one as well? This no, really no. <laughs> this is gonna be an outtake. Time to it? research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead, because I'm just gonna edit it out. So, um, I don't know. This is pointless. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving up. All Why I can can't you hear find is the Dock of the Bay. Why can't oh, okay. you find the song? Though? Okay, let me find the song. <laughs> it's really working out here. It I really will say, is. as you guys are, are looking that up, that it's uh, a really cool band. I, I guess all of their albums are like somewhat spooky related. I don't know if they always come out around like October or whatever, but uh, I was really impressed with them. It seems like they're they're very uh, cool. pretty eclectic. They have some like trap music mm. that's in there as well, and they've got they some, some covers. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Some interesting covers. Yeah. yeah, the Kids in America song yeah. was like kind of surprising. I was like, that, uh, all right. That's the other one. Yeah. Sure. I was playing Amanda. Yeah. There was another song that was it like was a Backstreet an, Boys or in, in song? Backstreet Boys. It was like a cover that was a yeah. girl singing in. It was really like slow and spooky. Um, uh, yeah. Every time I think spooky. Spooky. Yeah, but they they and then they did Kids in America, the song from Clueless. We're the kids in America. Oh, that's they good. do that, but like Halloweeny is and the music is just so great on their on their Spotify at least it says uh, we make music and music is crossed out and it says we make Halloween music. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I like these people so much. Like yeah. they just have a good vibe. Oh, I haven't seen any of the albums. That's cool. Yeah, they look yeah. really cool. Um, as long as you love me, who does that one? Isn't oh, that that's Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So they do a cover mm-hmm. of that, yeah, which is like really spooky and slow all right did you find that one i did oh my gosh am i playing it well sure whatever down by the spooky bay Ooh, spooky I do. <laughs> how long have you? How many times have you listened to this in the last I few days? I listened to it a lot. <sighs> <laughs> I wish. I, yeah, why does it get to like that? Oh gosh. Oh. Down by the bay. Down by the bay. This is. Oh, this is totally not different. <laughs> this is yeah, not, this that's is why not. whenever you said that, I was like, <laughs> that's like that's all that was in my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. This is like the one that's like. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like you know when we played those hand games fun. as kids. Uh, oh, no, like, I didn't have uh, siblings or uh, or friends. You know, that's yeah. just oh, Brent didn't have any friends to do that with. That's sad. Yeah. Shut yeah. up! <laughs> <laughs> Shut your face. You and Ross on the playgrounds used to do that all the time, and you know it. I just met him. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you and Ross on the playgrounds <laughs> two years ago used to do that all the time. <laughs> That's what led to the accident, didn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I bet I can climb up that. And he's like, I don't know, man. I'm going to blaze one. Let me know how this works out. I was like, okay. I'm going to be sitting in the corner of the sandbox. I'll check you out Yeah, later. he's going to be yeah. sitting on the dock of the bay. Hey. Yeah. Checking out. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, you got there. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah, why did you mention the song? I don't even And then it remember. had nothing to do with it. I love it. No, you been like, Steven. Okay, so here's here's the entire thing. This is what happened. This is, we have some replay. Okay. Yeah. So, are you gonna replay it back and prove me wrong? In court. In court. In yeah. court I will. Okay. I need to. Yeah. Liz, give me an appointment. No, you yeah. brought up the Five Little Ghosts song. Right. And That's you, yeah. I just wanted you to talk about that. I know, but it's part of an entire album right. of Halloween songs that she liked and I was trying mm-hmm. to say that all of them are based on like songs that we grew up listening gotcha. to. Right, right, right. Um, or like different takes on that and then I had an aneurysm but that song was and neither I couldn't of those? think of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't either. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a song that I grew up <laughs> you know uh, the hand games that I was talking about. Oh, okay. S- yeah. Steven, you know games. exactly what I'm I know what the hand about. games are. I don't know these songs that you It's like whenever that rapper did the... Man, I like this. Where this is going? Mm-hmm. Down, down, baby, down, down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right Nelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. a hand game growing up. Yeah. Different kind of hand game. Get your oh, hand, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get your hands out of the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> and that was such a dad thing to say. Hey, get your, your hands hand- out of the gutter. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, it's clearly off to a really good start for me. No, so. no, 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 no. Look, you're doing great. We love you here. Look, get your hands out of the gutter is good advice for, mm-hmm. you know, telling your kid to stop playing with themselves or from bowling wrong. So exactly. Either way. It really works on a couple of different fronts, you know? You're like, because listen, we live in America and I cannot handle the ER f- thing if you break all of your fingers putting in the gutter. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That would yeah. hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I just thought about that. Talk about Halloween scaries. Yeah. Ooh, spooky. Mm-hmm. Well, spooky. do you guys want to sync with uh, yes. Happy Halloween? Absolutely. Excellent. So let's sync with Happy Halloween on three. One, two, three. Happy Halloween. Spooky. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Santa, get out of here. That is spooky.